The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple Eight, 933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Of course, the world's going nuts today over yet another uh, situation in the Trump administration. This time, a huge op-ed written anonymously and published anonymously in the uh, New York Times. And it's supposedly a senior official who is uh, watching out for the United States of America, I guess, behind the scenes, and uh, trying to keep the president under control. It seems to be uh, the gist of what he says, he, he or she says they do. Uh, but it's, a, it's, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting read. If you haven't read it yet, um, this is evidence of, I don't know, the deep state everybody talks about. <laughs> this, isn't this what, uh, exactly what everybody says is going on? That there, there's groups of people who conspire to control certain events in the government. And maybe unelected officials doing that. That's kind of the definition, I think, of deep state. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. And then, then the New York Times say that, yeah, yeah we know the identity, but... Um, yeah, we can't give it, though. We can't give it because they, they'll lose their jobs. Which, doesn't that take Mike Pence out of it? Because uh, he can't be fired. Yeah, right. well, it could take <clears throat> could take us off the off the trail of Mike Pence. They could be oh. saying that so that we won't suspect Mike Pence, which everybody does. Many people do, not everybody. But um, Mike Pence is one of the lead candidates in this thing because uh, the guy who wrote the article used the word lodestar, which is pretty unusual. And so. Mike Pence has also used the unusual word lodestar in his speeches. Oh, oh, no. So he's maybe one of the guys. Or is it his speechwriter who wrote the word lodestar in what you know, could be Stephen Ford, who's a Pence speechwriter and a Coke insider? Is it Mike Pompeo? Is it John Kelly? Uh, who is it? Maybe it's a cleaning lady. Maybe. Maybe she just like sneaks in there. and I don't know. No. I don't. I don't know. But do you think that this is manufactured by the New York Times, or do you think that this is uh, somebody definitely in there? Uh, if you had to bet, I think it's somebody in there. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think definitely this is an actual person. Mm-hmm. Um, and they claim to be the resistance within the administration, and he, yeah, this person uh, outlines that there is a resistance and, and says, "I would know I'm one of them." To be clear, ours is not the popular resistance of the left. We want the administration to succeed and think that many of its policies have already made America safer and more prosperous. But we believe our first duty is to this country, and the president continues to act in a manner that is detrimental to the health of our republic. At least they didn't call us a democracy. So Ooh, That's a good one. Cool yeah, thing. how about that? Yeah. Um, this is why many Trump appointees have vowed to do what we can to preserve our democratic institutions while thwarting Mr. Trump's more misguided impulses until he's out of office. The root of the problem is the president's amorality. Anyone who works with him knows 
He is not moored to any discernible first principles that guide his decision making. Man, that seems like a true statement to me. You know, as much as I like a lot of what he's done, I mean, this has been that that was my, one of my problems with him is that you know he's not a conservative, and I, I don't know what his principles are. He doesn't really talk about having any. He, he doesn't. He doesn't have a a core, you know, set of values that he believes in. Although he was elected as a Republican, this person writes, the president shows little affinity for ideals ideals long espoused by conservatives. <clears throat> free minds, free markets, and free people. At best, he's invoked these ideals in scripted settings. At worst, he's attacked them outright. In addition to his mass marketing of the notion that the press is the enemy of the people, President Trump's impulses are generally anti-trade and anti-democratic. Don't get me wrong, there are bright spots that the near-ceaseless negative coverage of the administration fails to capture. Effective deregulation, historic tax reform, a more robust military, and more. But these successes have come despite, not because of, the president's leadership style, which is impetuous, adversarial, petty, and ineffective. On and on this person goes, and at some point uses the word lodestar. (laughs) So... That's why uh, Mike Pence is uh, one of the suspects. <laughs> okay, I, I I have no idea who wrote this thing, um, you know. But it I, I know it causes a lot of problems. I mean, if you are an advisor to the president now and you say anything that relates to something that's in this diatribe in the New York Times, Trump is instantly going to suspect that you're the one. Right? I mean, how are you going to go to the president and advise him on some of these things or advise him not to do some of these things that he's inclined to do without him being suspicious that you're the one? And it might not even might not have anything to do with it. And everyone is a suspect now. Oh my gosh. Can so, you so imagine even, I mean, what's going on there at the White House now? Yeah, let's say that this is this isn't anyone. Okay. This is just the New York Times just having <clears> fun. The damage is done, regardless. Yeah, uh, that mm-hmm. that White House is probably in total chaos, even more so today, and nothing's getting done. Definitely, I mean, it's, yes. Um, you know that they're in a mad scramble, and I, I'm sure uh, Trump was demanding people root out whoever this is right now. He's probably interviewing people right now. Probably. Mm. Plus, he. He, he told the, the New York Times that, he, and he demanded that this gutless senior official be turned over to the government at once. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know uh, how he expects that to happen. It's certainly not going to. Uh, then I, don't, I don't imagine the New York Times would ever give up who this is. So... Uh, President Trump, for his part, tweeted out, does the so-called senior administration official really exist, or is it just the failing New York Times with another phony source? If the gutless anonymous person does indeed exist, the Times must, for national security purposes, turn him or her over to the government at once. Interesting. Um, You know, he's kind of got a point on the gutless thing he does not have a point on treason 
which he also tweeted out, all in caps, treason? <laughs> no, I no, I don't, I don't believe it rises uh, to to that level. Um, but it's certainly a nuisance, and it's going to be a problem, and and it's really going to, I mean, it's going to throw a monkey wrench into the into the machinery of the White House because. They're not going to want to do anything until they root this person out or these people out. And when they find them, wow, that's that's going to be something else. And it shouldn't take too long. I mean, <clears throat> I was reading last night. There's a lot of different ways you can find who this is with writing style. And, you know, the, like as we mentioned with the Lodestar, certain terms and and phrases, turns of phrases that they use. And there's other ways, too. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but a fascinating day at the White House, as usual. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know Never that a dull day. Leaker, uh, if we ever had a leaker here, uh, we'd know it was Jeffy because um, the press release, the op-ed would be peppered with 18 milk and spoons. Yeah, that wouldn't be, wouldn't be too tough to... Yeah, we could... Crack that code Root that out. Easily. Yeah, that wouldn't be that hard. Huh. That's a good point. So we'll keep a lookout for that. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, John Kerry, former Secretary of State, talking about uh, the Trump administration is in a true constitutional crisis. Uh, here's what he had to say. We have a presidency which is uh, off the rails. We have off a presidency in which the president is clearly now, clearly. according to this... According to- uh, op-ed, According to the op-ed, which the New York Times knows who the author is, right. we have a president who is not capable of doing the job, who clearly has these temper tantrums, doesn't know enough to be making many of the decisions he makes, mm-hmm. and we, we see the evidence of people stealing a, a presidential document off his desk. We see a general the Secretary of Defense ordered to kill another leader, a leader of another country who turns to everybody after the phone is hung up and says, I'm not going to do that. We're not going to do that. That's for the uh, This is unbelievable. This is that a happened. presidency that it, this is a genuine constitutional mm. crisis. Oh, wow. And the crisis is heightened by the fact that <clears throat> my former colleagues, in the United States Senate on the Republican side, mm-hmm who have taken an oath of office to defend the Constitution and the institutions of our country as a whole, which are embraced in that oath, uh, are defending instead not the Constitution, not the institution of the Senate. They're defending party and the president who simply doesn't know what he's doing. (laughs) A lot of that came from the uh, Bob Woodward book. And you don't know that those conversations actually happened. No idea. I have no idea if that if that really occurred. But he's taking it as if it's written in stone. Now, even the op-ed, I don't know that you could take that for, as being written in stone. It kind of rings true in some ways. Some of the quotes might ring true, but who knows? It's it's done by people who are anonymous. It's it's not the people that actually said them necessarily even. Third-party stuff. You might have been in the room, and you're quoting somebody else. And then Kerry talking about how this president lies. He's talking about his habit of proven lies. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you mean like the lies that we heard during every day of the eight years of Barack Obama? 
it's because of a video that Benghazi occurred, like that lie, or uh, Fast and Furious started with the last administration, maybe that lie, or if I like my doctor, I can keep my doctor, sort of like those lies, or all debate on bills on legislation will be put on TV every time before signing, voting or signing. Or the lie that the average family will save $2,500 per year per family. Or uh, there won't be any lobbyists in this administration. That was a pretty good lie, too. Oh, it's easier for kids to get a gun than a book. How about that lie? Or the lie that more young black men languish in prison than attend colleges and universities across America. How about that lie? That, that's only untrue uh, by a factor of five. Five times more blacks in college and universities than in federal prisons or any prison in America. How about the lie we signed into law the biggest middle class tax cut in history? Another lie. JFK's was much, much bigger. It was the biggest in history. Bush tax cuts were twice as big as the ones we got from Obama. How about the lie, I didn't, I didn't call the Islamic State a JV team. Or Republicans had filibustered 500 pieces of legislation when it was 50. But you're only off by a factor of 10 there. That's not bad. Keystone Pipeline is for oil that bypasses the United States. I mean, you could, you could go on and on and on and fill 100 shows with the lies from Barack Obama. They, don't, they didn't care about any of those. They didn't care about any of those lies. 888 Let's say you just uh, receive a letter from a bank that you don't recognize. And they're telling you that you're, they're going to foreclose on your home because you haven't made any payments on your $100,000 equity loan. Except you have never taken out a $100,000 equity loan. But some identity thief did. And now you're stuck with the payments. That could become your worst nightmare. It's a true story. It's happened over and over already in this country. It's called home title fraud, and the FBI FBI calls it one of the fastest-growing crimes in America. Home titles and mortgages are now stored online, and thieves, both foreign and domestic, hunt them, find them, and take them. And then they transfer the information that they get over to a state quick title deed, forge your signature, and then they own your home. It's that easy. And then they can take it to another bank and borrow against your mortgage and take out an equity line of credit to the tune of $100,000, $150,000, whatever equity you have in your home. And then pretty soon, you start to get the threatening letters from this bank you've never heard of. You don't want this to happen to you, and there's no bank or identity theft program or insurance that can protect you from this. So do what I did. Sign up for Home Title Lock. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. The instant they detect any tampering at all, they get on and shut it down. Find out if you might already be a victim of title fraud. Get your $60 search free when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com. Don't wait on this. It it, uh, could happen at any time, and you just don't need this in your life. HomeTitleLock.com You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 
Aunt Gray is here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Colin Kaepernick and Nike have already gotten together and uh, produced a commercial from their uh, wonderful relationship. Because uh, you know uh, who better to sell shoes than a guy who uh, disrespects the flag in the country, thinks the country is oppressive. I don't know. That's that's nice. That's a nice job from Nike. Uh, here is the ad. Uh, you tell me how this is going to sell shoes. Believe in something. If people say your dreams Believe are crazy, means sacrificing everything. This is all narrated. When they talk about the greatest team in the history of the sport. By Kaepernick. Make sure it's your team. If you have only one hand, don't just watch football. Play it at the highest level. And if you're a girl from Compton, don't just become a tennis player. Become the greatest athlete ever. What? Yeah, that's more like it. Wait a minute. So don't ask if your dreams are crazy. Ask if they're crazy enough. <laughs> okay. Um, still has the good look going for himself, too, which is really nice. That's great. Yeah, I wouldn't want to sit behind him in like a theater. <laughs> Tough. Uh, but that's, a, that's what we're going to call an unforced error, Nike. Why are you even doing this? Why? Because like the NFL, he was in the NFL. That was kind of a problem that just kind of happened, right? From Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Nike goes out and makes Colin Kaepernick their problem. I don't understand the logic in that, and their business model is suffering because of it. Yeah, how is that, how is that going to help? And by the way, Serena Williams is not the greatest athlete ever. What are you <laughs> talking about? What are you, uh. what are you talking about? <laughs> Serena Williams, <clears throat> the greatest athlete the greatest. ever? Like, ever. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's asinine. What what are you trying to prove with that? <laughs> that is just bizarre. Yeah. And how is it? How is it? We were talking about this yesterday. That people can't understand that Colin Kaepernick, that all of these football players who kneel, they're employees. They're doing something their employer doesn't want them to do on his time. How is that not understood? by the general population. I, it, it, for the life of me, can't get my head around it. This is not about whether you have the right to kneel for the anthem. It's not about your rights. It's about what your employer believes will help or hurt the business. I, I just, how do you not comprehend that? It's really not tough. It's not a difficult situation at all. Taya Kyle uh, wrote something that uh, just decimated Nike and Kaepernick on Facebook. Um, she, of course, Chris Kyle's widow. And uh, so while millions are applauding this decision to use Colin Kaepernick and, and to sell shoes and this great uh, new ad campaign... That they're, I, I guess, so enlightened now all of a sudden. They're so woke all of a sudden now. Um, Taya Kyle wrote a scathing Facebook post about all of it. Uh, now, 
just because Kaepernick hasn't been signed by an NFL team last year or this year, you haven't sacrificed everything. And she, she said, that's insulting to those who really have sacrificed everything. She said, you want to talk about someone in the NFL who sacrificed everything? Talk about Pat Tillman. NFL starting, not benched, player who left to join the Army and died for it. That is sacrificing everything for something you believe in. She writes, how about other warriors? Warriors who will not be on your magazine covers, who will not get lucrative contracts and millions of followers from their actions, and who truly sacrificed everything. They did it because they believed in something. Take it from me. When I say they sacrificed everything, they also sacrificed the lives of their loved ones who will never be the same. That is sacrificing everything for something you believe in. In fact, she said she doesn't see that Kaepernick has sacrificed anything meaningful. It's true that he might have lost some respect and and maybe a career in the NFL, but that's because he sucked. (laughs) For the most part. (laughs) It's because he was a pathetic quarterback. And then became a nuisance as well. So when we put those two things together, you suck and you're a nuisance. Of course you lost your job. But he's got all this popularity now in magazine covers. And probably a multi-million dollar deal with Nike. You haven't lost everything. You haven't lost anything. What are you talking about? So she said, all I know is. I was actually in the market for some new kicks, and at least for now, I've never been more grateful for Under Armour. <laughs> That's great. See? So Nike is... Uh, she's not alone. No, she's not. I mean, there's a lot of people who feel that way. Uh, Nike, well, they're, that's why their market share went down $3.75 billion in one day. And I, I didn't see what happened with the uh, stocks yesterday. But um, good for people for taking a stand. I, I mean, I'm... <laughs> sick and tired of it for all of these people for all of these athletes and entertainers and now all these corporations choosing sides and going left and and just deciding that they're going to jump on left left wing causes and they're going to be on the left wing bandwagon okay well good luck Uh, but don't expect the rest of us to go along with uh with the ride because i'm not going to 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393. In a while, we've got to play this um, Beto O'Rourke <laughs> appearance on Ellen yesterday. <sighs> guy's everywhere. I mean, I, I don't understand. There's another thing I don't get. Why is this guy all of a sudden so popular? Just because he's running against a conservative in Ted Cruz? I think you're done. There you go. That's why. I just, it's bizarre. He's done nothing. He's got socialist policies. He's running in Texas. He's not ahead of Ted Cruz in any poll. So what is the deal? You're just fascinated with him because he was a punk rocker when he was 20? So what? Yeah, but but he has events called Musica con Beto. <laughs> yes, and his name is Beto, and he's Irish-American, which is just a, 
Uh, I guess that's uh, everybody's excited about that, too. Yeah, but um, he said something, uh, and I know uh-huh. you're going to get to it after the break. He said something that's really going to hurt his campaign. I, this is, I think so. This might, I'm serious, this might do him in. I hope so. Because his supporters are going to hear him admit to something. Yeah, I think he screwed up a little bit he yesterday. He is probably, we're going to start seeing the reflection of the polls in a couple weeks, so just wait for the next uh, batch, and it's uh, going to take a nosedive after what he admitted to. Also, I was kind of, uh, I'm kind of excited today. I, w- I saw my very first Ted Cruz lawn sign. Oh, they make those? Yes, they do. Oh, good. And I saw one. I was wondering. Ted Cruz, Texas is true conservative. They were huge, huge lawn sign. Mm. So there's one. We got some momentum now. All right. One in a row. All right. So. <laughs> On the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. Uh, Beto showed up yesterday on uh, Ellen DeGeneres because the guy's just so cool. He's so yeah. cool. So suave and well, sophisticated. Hip. 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 Oh, my gosh. Just the, one of the coolest human beings to ever walk the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. You would think uh, to listen to the way people react to this guy. So uh, he talks, I guess, a little bit about his DUI from 20 years ago. And uh, here's what he had to say about it all. 20 years ago, I I drove drunk. Um, A a terrible mistake. Uh, There's no explanation or justifying that. Um, Since then, you know, gone on to with friends to start a business with Amy to to raise a family, serving my community in the United States Congress. Um, And and in, in many ways, that mistake did not define me. I was able to go on and do these things. But I know to some degree that's a function of the fact that I'm a white man in this country. I know that Wait, if I were African-American, if I had been arrested with marijuana, mm-hmm. uh, it might be very hard for me to then get a job. I'd have to check a box on an application form. I couldn't finance my, my student loans. Um, that might very well narrow my, my choices and, and options in life, as it does for so many in a country that has the largest prison population on the face of the planet, one that is disproportionately brown and black. I want to make sure that everyone has a second oh, chance. Geez. That's a lesson that I take from God, this and something that I want to use as motivation mm. to make things better for others who may have made mistakes in their lives. Oh, brother. Oh, just the pandering. Okay, he did admit something there, though. Well, what would you catch? I'm sorry. Uh, what was it he said in well, there he said somewhere? He, he, I'm, a white man. I'm 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 a white man. That's news. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> he's a white man uh he's a white man wow that's breaking news we finally got that out of him finally is the blaze doing an article as we speak on his family background (laughs) because this is this is less believable than elizabeth warren's story i mean i I can't believe his name's beto why would why would he how could he be a white man his name is beto he's got a hispanic nickname that's short for Roberto. 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 That's what it's short for. Uh-huh. Um, but he's a white man, I guess. I, guess, I mean, I guess. Huh? I don't. He said it. I'm now a he, white man. I'm- <laughs> 
<laughs> he likely wouldn't have gotten a second chance had he been black or Latino. So every every black or Latino that has ever been pulled over on a DUI, what, they're in prison for life? What do you mean? I, mean, I don't. That doesn't even make sense. First of all, he switched the discussion from DUI to marijuana. Uh, that's Those are two different things. Hmm. One substance is legal in this country. The other one wasn't. Uh, certainly 20 years ago. So I, I, I just, I can't, uh, I can't take the pandering. Just the, that's all he does is pander. That's all he's about. He's got no plan. Well, except to offer free stuff to everybody. So good luck with that. If, uh, if you're not doing well, he's, he's got free stuff coming your way. You got a free education. You got free health care. We'll uh, set you up with a guaranteed job and some housing mm. of your choice, I guess. I, how are we going to pay for it all? I, nah, don't bother me with details like that. This is the richest country in the world. We'll find a way to afford it. I mean, we can afford it. Richest nation on earth. It's $20 trillion in debt. <laughs> uh, that's it right there. Right there. The, I mean, if, you, if you're going by the most indebted nation on earth, I think this probably is it. Yes. Is, is China even in $20 trillion debt? I don't think so. I don't think we should look that up. I'm looking it up. I don't know what the debt to GDP ratio is in China, but it can't be as high as ours. Although I, I don't think they're doing that well either, frankly, with it all. Uh, this is March of 2016. It was at 4.3 trillion US. Oh my gosh, that's. <laughs> I mean, we blew by that 30 years ago. Uh huh. Come on. Uh huh. Easily 30 years ago. So, I mean, come on. We're the richest nation in the world. That is 20 trillion dollars in debt, and that's that doesn't even include include the uh, unfunded liabilities, which are. Which put us at about 128 trillion. Yeah, we're we're pretty much. Uh, I mean, there's we're so in debt that you could never pay it off. No, you could last another thousand years and never pay off that debt. Mm-hmm. There's, it's just not possible. Let's see. When were we at 4.3 trillion? We were there. We hit that in 1993. So 25 years ago. Good luck catching us there, China. <laughs> Got a ways to go. I mean, that was eons ago. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's Jeez. good. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's add some yeah. more debt on top of this. Right, uh, we can afford it. We can afford it. Just keep paying for things. Just keep it'll look. It'll only cost us three point three trillion dollars to do the universal health care thing. Medicare for all, three point three trillion. Come on, what rich nation can't afford that? Three point three trillion. Well, a year for ten years, so it's actually thirty three point three trillion dollars. You know, but. What's thirty trillion among friends? Among friends, right? Right. We're all friends here, aren't we? I, I mean, I think we are. I, I'm friends. In fact, I'm mm-hmm. so friendly that I'm just going to go ahead and forget our twenty-one point four six four trillion dollar debt in rising as we speak. Wow. So it's over twenty now. Twenty-one point four. Yeah, twenty-one point four. Yeah, you don't want to forget the four hundred billion on that. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry that I rounded up. I mean, <laughs> you think gosh. about that. It's 21 trillion, which you know is awful. Mm-hmm. But so is the 400 billion. But th- then you stop and you think, well, 
we get 400 trillion 400 billion in debt every month almost every month yep uh since you've been talking <laughs> about it it's <laughs> it's gone up about a hundred thousand uh Good. let's see okay and um the debt per taxpayer it's a mm-hmm. it's a cool one hundred and seventy six thousand one hundred and five dollars uh, wait i left my wallet that's per taxpayer oh, per citizen so if you want to make your kids pay too sixty five thousand three thirty eight i had a how much is it 170 170 000? yeah i had a hundred and sixty five thousand in my yeah, my other pants no, pockets. Seriously, if you're not going to pay your full fair share, then then keep your mouth closed. You're right. not. You're just. This is a faux gesture by you. <laughs> oh, this is this is madness. And this is what you try to. This yeah. is the you try to teach your kids how to be responsible. Mm-hmm. You try to teach them how to balance a budget and 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 handle their money wisely and give them an allowance and and make sure they make smart decisions. Mm-hmm. Oh, but never mind the fact that your government that you're inheriting from our generation has already got you what we're up to twenty one four six four. I think we've gone up uh, several hundred thousand now on the debt since we've been talking about it. So that's good. Whatever. But but you know you've got the socialists on the way, man. The the and we've been told these people are the future of the Democrat Party. We were told that by none other than the head of the Democrat Party, and all of them want free health care. All of them want free education. All of them want uh, free places to live and guaranteed jobs at certain guaranteed income. Wow. Okay. Well, and then they all say, "Well, yeah, it's we're gonna. That's actually all of it's gonna save us money in the long run. In the long run, we'll we'll save money on that." Okay, we're gonna save money by spending trillions, tens of trillions more. Yeah, Joe. Huh? Is that what you're telling me? That's what I'm telling you. (laughs) I don't. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. So good luck, Beto. uh, and will anybody ask him about this stuff at any of his campaign stops? No. Is there going to be a debate between these two guys? I doubt it. It looks like uh, Beto's wriggling out, and then I've heard... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with the debates. because There were supposed to be five of them. And I think they agreed to four of them, and then Beto wanted one in El Paso in his hometown. I, I don't think Ted wanted to do that one, so I don't know if the rest of them are off now. Who knows? Uh, but sadly, um, the cruise campaign has done something strange on their website. Mm. This heavily re- edited recording of Beto that makes it appear that he said something he just didn't say. And I, I hate that stuff. There's no reason for it. You've got so much on this guy. <laughs> You don't need to make stuff up. But he was talking about, it was part of that speech where he was talking about kneeling for the flag and how American that is. There was also a segment where somebody asked him a question about flag burning and I, 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 kneeling and bur- burning flags. And they edited, in, they edited that sound into this. The reason I asked this question is, as a voter, I don't know how I would feel to have my own elected representative being open to kneeling on the Senate floor or encouraging and supporting acts that desecrate our American flag. Like then they're talking about like burning the flag. So then comes the answer that they chopped up. I think that there is something inherently American about that. And so I, I, I'm grateful that people are willing to do that. 
Okay, so there's something inherently American about burning flags, and he's grateful people are willing to do that. Unfortunately, that's not what he said. Uh, the context of it is, now that's taking something out of context, mm-hmm. okay, and changing the meaning of what somebody said. There's an example of it. Because what he said was, but when there is use of force, when there is life taken and there is not accountability, there is not justice done. There's not the ability to prevent that from continuing to happen in the future. And someone is willing to call attention to that, to try to awaken our conscience, conscience, to force us to do the right thing in the face of that injustice and violence and to do so peacefully and nonviolent. I think that there is something inherently American about that. And so I, I'm grateful there are people willing to do that. It's a completely different meaning. Well, but Pat, we, we don't really care what he thinks because he's a white guy. <laughs> he's told us this. I'm a white man. Huh. Wait, what? What did he just say? I'm a white man. <laughs> <laughs> then why hasn't he been, why hasn't the charge been leveled at him that he's culturally appropriating <laughs> Hispanic culture? Why? I he just admitted it. I'm a white man with a Hispanic nickname. So that's cultural appropriation. And now you're in real trouble. <laughs> so Well, not in 2018 America. I guess not. No, because he's a Democrat. Although he should be. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? If that was any Republican, they would be. Hey, how is it that you have a Hispanic? Why are you borrowing a Hispanic? What are you trying to pull the wool over the eyes of the Hispanics in this state? That's what they would be saying. Yep. They'd be yelling at the top of their lungs about cultural appropriation. They would. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on the Twitterverse. Let me tell you about Riduzone. This is something that really help. If you've been struggling to lose weight, um, and or maybe you've lost weight and you want to keep it off, this is a great way to do it. Riduzone is a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. They took the good stuff in olive oil and... They created this patented product that contains OEA. That's the stuff that's been shown to boost your metabolism and help reduce your appetite so you're not thinking about food all day. And it's that great comp- uh, that great combination that helps you lose the weight and keep it off. So give it a try today. See if it helps. See if it works for you. Order yours at riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's riduzone.com, promo code PAT for 30% off of three-month supply. Time to make it happen. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray Unleashed. It's fascinating to see the list, and it's an incredibly long list, of uh, Democrats that are expected to run for president in 2020 that think they have a shot at beating Donald Trump. Everybody thinks they have a shot at beating Donald Trump. I don't know why. How How is it possible? Nobody beats the guy. <laughs> we saw that, didn't we? Two years ago, we saw that. It's just nobody beats him. So, good luck. I mean, he is the one guy. Mm. The one guy who defeated the Clintons. Right? 
Right? <laughs> I mean, in 25 so, years of those two, Bill well, and Hillary being on our radar. Obama. Obama beat her, too. Okay, fine. You win. <laughs> I hate to slap you down like that. Okay, so Bill Clinton never lost, but Hillary's <laughs> over two. Man, she sucks. She does suck. You got that part right. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, they think uh, Montana Governor Steve Bullock is going to run. I've, I keep hearing this. The, a Montana governor has zero chance. Why? It's too small a state. He's got too little influence. Nobody knows who he is. It's all the crime. Nobody cares about him. Of Helena, mean but... streets are just bloody as hell. You just can't. I mean, the the piles of dead bodies. Yeah. You got to do something about that first. Yeah. You yeah clean, clean up, up your, your own house. house. And then you can <laughs> go to the rest of the block and see what you can do there. Mm-hmm. Uh, HUD secretary, former HUD secretary, Julian Castro. Oh, good gosh. That guy is extreme. Uh, Jerry Brown. Wouldn't that be fun? Wait, Wouldn't I, that be fun? This is like his 12th I know. attempt. After 19 terms as California governor, now he's going to run again. for, And he's run for president before as well. Uh, Colorado governor, John Hickenlooper. Yeah, I could actually see that. I could too. He is a pro-energy uh, Hickenlooper? He, he yeah. drank fracking uh, uh, liquid. Whatever. Juice. Ju- fracking juice. <laughs> it's fracking juice. Mm-mm, good. Delicious. At like some congressional hearing or something. To a day without fracking juice is like a day without sunshine. That's what they used to say. Is that uh, a bumper sticker on the, the old Pat and Gray mobile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. he is. Uh, <clears throat> he has that conservative bent to him, you know? Yes. And he's a Democrat. And so... Yeah. Yeah, some of these guys, like Steve Bullock, too, is more moderate than most of these socialist types. Does he drink fracking juice? I have never heard of him doing that. He needs to get on that. he got a couple years. So I think maybe Hickenlooper has a little edge on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota. Oh, she's hideous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. L.A. Mayor uh, Eric Garcetti. Jeff Merkley. Uh, Senator Jeff Merkley from Oregon. I'm not that familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, former Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz. There you go. Everybody's talking about him potentially. Yeah. I don't know why he thinks he has a shot, but well, he does. I think he did right <clears throat> before he got derailed with the old bathroom controversy, and that. Uh, oh yeah, that. I mean, because he was. Yeah. Stu- I was just hearing that almost. I think it was days before that became a big thing, a big story. And uh, anyway, good luck. They're still talking about Oprah Winfrey. Okay. Um. Of all the people we've talked about so far, she's the one that's a little nerve-wracking because she's another super big celebrity, and so that would—that's something that may be able to contend with with uh, Trump. Super big celebrity star, billionaire person, uh, and some of the same credentials that Trump has, just on the other side of the ledger. New Orleans Mayor um, Mitch Landrieu, okay, no way. Whatever. Uh, Eric Holder, what a nightmare that guy is. Oh, my gosh. And then, of course, uh, Andrew, America's never been that great. Cuomo, mm-hmm. I despise that guy. Nah, that's too strong a word. No, it's not. I dislike him with all the intensity of a billion white-hot burning suns. Now, see, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. It's not hate or, or no. despise. Mm-mm. I just dislike him with all the intensity of a billion white hot burning suns. I mean, that's reasonable. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown. Then you've got mass former Mass Governor uh, Deval Patrick, uh, Obama's good friend. Former Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe still lingering out there. 
uh, Connecticut's Senator Chris Murphy. Kirsten Gillibrand has been talked about. Cory Booker, of course, from New Jersey. Kamala Harris. She is an absolute nightmare. Yeah, I mean, um, she, that, I know what you're talking about, the Kavanaugh thing? Yes. Well, she's just, Do we have that? I don't where, know. If where was I seeing? Oh, I got I to gotta put that into this system because uh, she went after Kavanaugh yesterday on this just unrelenting, weird thing about whether or not he's talked to anybody at a certain law firm uh, about the Mueller case. It's like, well, I don't know who's at that law firm. Who do you have in mind? Who do you specifically think I talked to? I don't need to tell you that. You know who I'm talking about. Well, no, I don't. I don't know everybody in the law firm. I mean, Mike Lee jumped in and said, come on, there's a million lawyers. They multiply like rabbits in these law firms. Um, don't He can't be expected to know everybody at the law firm. She's trying to get him to lie under oath so that she can get him out of there. Ah, it's just unbelievable. Anyway, so she's a contender. Joe Biden, of course. Joe Biden's a tough one. I think people like Joe. I think Democrats like Joe. You know, middle class Joe. People no, call yeah. him that. People does, call him middle class Joe. Does he still eat over there at uh, Katie's <laughs> Diner that closed <laughs> Katie's down? Katie's in 1986, yeah. I, uh, I don't think the food's as good as it used to be because it's just been rotting on the counter for 32 years now. But... Um, yeah, he still eats there every day. What kind of a tipper do you think Joe Jay Biden Fuller. is? Uh, like, he'll give you a nickel or so. Hmm. Massachusetts Senator uh, Elizabeth Warren, and then, of course, Bernie Sanders. I'm kind of surprised they're not they're not saying Hillary, because I've been hearing she might run again. Think that's possible? No. I can't. She no? can't. I'm not trying to be harsh. She mm-hmm. can barely remain upright. I know. How is she going to run a campaign and then possibly be president for four or eight years she's does not seem well does seem unreasonable because she yeah she um, we've seen her collapse in videos um so yeah i don't know what's wrong with her but something what about was. the indian squaw uh she's, yeah she she's, i mentioned, you mentioned elizabeth, elizabeth warren. warren i'm sorry mm-hmm. okay yeah pocahontas is gonna run mm-hmm. um i don't think she appreciates being termed an indian squaw though i thought um, that's what she no she's I the don't. one that started it <laughs> What do you mean? Well, she said she's got Native American heritage. I don't think she ever called herself a squaw. My bad. Okay. I don't. What's a loose <laughs> translation from Cherokee? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. She's not nearly as much uh, Native American as I am. You know about my people, mm-hmm. uh, the Cherokee people, Cherokee tribe. Okay. What about them? I mean, they took our whole Cherokee nation and they locked us on our reservation. Uh huh. They took away our way of life. Okay. You know, the tomahawk and the bow and knife mm-hmm. uh, took away our native tongue. Uh, and they taught their stinking English to our young. Wow, this is amazing. Uh-huh. Should I be? And all the, I should type this up. All the beads. Hold on. No, this is good. We used to make by hand. Yeah. You know where they're made nowadays? Hold on. Uh, Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Even more nowadays. Hold on. China. Taiwan. That does, that's not going to fit. Let's just stick with Korea. Japan. Even all right. It's not we'll accurate. Just, yeah. It's just, it okay. sings better, you know? <laughs> Uh, let me go to uh, Brian in West Virginia. Hey, Brian, you're on the blaze. Hey, guys. How's hey, it going? Doing good. Hey, uh, I uh, reference to the uh, Nike situation and the uh, mm-hmm. yep. Kyle Widow. I made the change a long time ago. Uh, actually, it's been a couple years. It was back when Stephen Curry 
uh, Nike wouldn't allow him to put the scripture on his shoes, Under Armour said, not only will you, we'll put it on for you. I made that I made that change over and haven't bought Nike since. I, but I have a closet full of Under Armour. Yeah, it was a good idea. That was a, that was a good move. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate the call. Especially now, in retrospect, in retro, uh, Nike is just a progressive company. You know, just a lot like uh, Levi's are. Same same deal. Pat Gray unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi, it's Pat Gray. Thanks for listening to the show. I want to tell you about another show that I think you're going to like. It's The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Check it out now, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pat Gray is here on The Blaze Radio Network. Ah, welcome. Welcome. We couldn't be uh, any happier that football season is back. And this time, it's pissed off. I don't know what it's pissed about, because we're all really happy about it. We are psyched. And so tonight is the very first uh, NFL football game of the season. The regular season. That's tonight? Do we, do tonight. we know the teams that are playing? I, uh, no, <laughs> they, don't, they don't release that in advance. You just oh. have to guess. Oh, okay. And... Uh, it's uh, Philadelphia, Atlanta, right? It is. Oh gosh! So it starts tonight with uh, Stu's favorite. We're joined, by the way, by our friend Stu Bergier. Yeah, uh, friends of his and Philadelphia football yeah. eagle fetish. Stu's coming all... to my house tonight to watch this game, and he is not leaving if the Falcons lose. So you won't see him tomorrow. If so Stu's coming Falcons to your lose. house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. That seems like a, not, a that's bad arrangement. I don't say I've, I've actually that agreed to this. Does fully. seem like a bad arrangement. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'd be going to Stu's house. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Stu, your TV's probably a lot bigger than mine. Am I coming to your house now? I guarantee there's no internet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, joined by, joined by Jeffy. Um, somehow, Woo-hoo! somehow we got his fatness through the door. Uh, it's a miracle of modern engineering. Nobody through, knows how that happened. I come through there every day. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, but normally so. we have to grease it. We weren't expecting you this early in the hour. <laughs> uh, all right. So it's our annual from the patent stew days. Our annual uh, over under picks because and we pick what. We pick four each, right, plus a challenge. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the season, uh, one of us buys the other bunch yeah. of us uh, lunch. And I think we actually normally do five, but this grid was already partially made, so I just went with it. And uh, so it's four picks and a challenge. All right. I, I mean, <laughs> All right. nice. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. So uh, the cha- uh, so, and the challenge is, you know, if, uh, one, you have to pick against uh, someone else's pick. So you okay. you if, yeah. you know if you if Pat picks over for Atlanta, I have to pick under for Atlanta. I have to pick some team that someone else has picked. So, okay, all right. Uh, and are we going to do the snake thing again? Like yes, yeah. Draft? And I'm going to have James uh, just reach in here and just grab a name there. James, just grab any old post-it note there. So it's great. Television. Oh, that's kind of fun that you can oh. see his hands uh, just there? reaching out. What do you got there? Oh, Pat's like going to pick disembodied first. James gets to reach in the hopper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's going first? He's got the, Pat will be going first. Pat's the first. I'm going break. first. Oh, I go second. All right. Pat, then Keith, then Pat, then Keith, Jeffy, Stu goes last. Jeffy. Sorry, Stu. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Mm -hmm. Stu. All right. Uh, 
I'm going to go uh, with the Green Bay football <laughs> Packers. <laughs> Wait, you just told me off the air that it was too difficult to decide. I know. Every, so... every year they give Green don't... Bay such a high stinking number. It's it's sure like 14. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, but I'm not going to pick under on Green Bay. Um, then just don't pick. Well, you can do what you want. It's only a 10 this year. I think it was 11.5 last year. Wasn't it? It was yeah, over you're 10. probably right. Yeah. Anybody remember that? And by the way, we're, you know the over-unders, you're p- predicting whether they go over or under this amount of wins yes. for the season. 16 game yes. season. Um, okay. And so when you hear the number, you're deciding exactly. I'm going to say I'm going to say they go 11 and 5. So I'm going to say over over on the Packers. And, Bay, over. and tell me since I don't have the sheet in front of me, just tell me oh, uh 11.5 over that, right? No, it's it was uh, 10. 10. Oh. 10.0. 10.0. Oh, really? It's an yep, even it's number? it's 10 even. There okay. are some evens in here. I don't, we usually uh, would make that not yeah, happen. Yeah, I forgot to uh, do Keith that. did not prepare. No, that's uh, right. And do you want to put the team name, or do you just want us to guess like how much, like, with just the numbers? <laughs> or how does that how does that work? Which house you going to tonight? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to the bar. <laughs> All right, Keith is up next. Second okay, pick in so the draft. Over for you. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Seriously, mm. uh, it, it, it's it's saying 5.5 wins. I'm going to say over. Me too. For the Browns. Yep. That's over 5.5. That's, that's a trendy pick. Uh, obviously, have improved quite a bit. Spent a lot on free agency. Got Baker Mayfield in there. He'll be playing, I'm sure, at some point. I don't think they uh, lost in the preseason, did they? Uh, they maybe I don't remember. They did, they definitely beat the Eagles uh, five to nothing. <laughs> that was such a, <laughs> was a great awesome game, game, right? It was really great good, game. Good, I spent a nice Thursday night uh, watching <laughs> that one. Mm-hmm. We all did. Uh, yeah, that was, was a just, national uh, game, man. It was awful. <laughs> all right, Jeffy is up. Oh, I got to go with my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh. What is their over, over uh, six point five? You're going to go over? Oh yeah, they got to win more. They got to win seven games. They didn't last year, did they? Yeah, but that's this year. Okay. We're talking about this year. All right. Yeah. And that's your deep analysis? They, they got to do it? <laughs> thank you. Okay. All right. well, and it's this year. It's not last year. Well, thank you. So it's brilliant. All right. So I have thank two, you. two picks in a row Two picks here in a row for Stu. On this side. And mm-hmm. I'm going to lead it off with a team that is putrid. This is a terrible, terrible football team. Don't you take my pick? And has absolutely no chance of winning this many games. No. The fact that they got their quarterback back no, is the only reason their number it. is even close to this. If the Indianapolis Colts win eight games this year, yeah. Andrew Luck should be the met, na- yeah. uh, most valuable player. Yeah. They are a terrible mm-hmm. team. They have no mm-hmm. defense. They have no running game. They mm-hmm. have no offensive line. And their quarterback is almost dead. <laughs> if, this, if somehow this team wins eight <laughs> I games, I am going to be mesmerized by that season. I, you tricked me because I really thought you were going to go Cowboys on that. I thought that was the, I did too. the really? starting rant oh, to yeah. the Dallas Cowboys. That would be the starting rant. This and, team is putrid. And it applies to them, too, because mm-hmm. they got their quarterback back. And now, I think they're at, what, 8.5? Eight? Eight and a half. Yeah, because yeah. no, I've, I've been struggling with that. I'm not sure which way to go on that. I probably under. You know, I, I'm going here, under. On here's that. my thought okay. on on the Colts. Mm-hmm. If they're mm-hmm. smart, they're calling Pittsburgh right now to try to get that cancer out of the locker room. Le'Veon Bell. I don't know what their cap room is like in Indianapolis, but uh, yeah, that, I think he's burned every bridge in Pittsburgh now. Well, yeah, it his does teammates seem that are pissed at him now. Yeah, uh, and that's uh, that's not good. And he's burning the bridge with me because he's a fantasy keeper of mine, and it's a big problem for my franchise. Uh, <laughs> so uh, three <laughs> times in a row we've won a, a title, uh, and yeah. I mean, we need to make that four. Okay, and the second one I'm going for. Uh, this is a team that had some success last year. Um, and I think it's going to be much better this year. Uh, in fact, and the crazy part is, I think the team's improved. Uh, they did a good job last year. They won 10 games last year. And for some reason, their number is down to 9.5 this year. I am going the Atlanta Falcons oh. over 9.5. Oh. I think Ooh. they very well might be the best team in the NFC again as, uh, as they were two years ago. Uh, you know, I think the, the Packers are up there. 
the Eagles might be. We'll see how that wow. goes. I'm always a, uh, I'm always a skeptic on that. Do they get um, win number one tonight? Uh, I think they have a really good chance of that, sadly. <laughs> uh, but I think the Falcons are. I, that's a that's a low number for the Falcons. I think they mm-hmm. they should probably be ten and a half, uh, maybe even eleven. I mean, they went ten and six last year. So this is not. It's not like they had. A, everyone's thinking they had a down year because they didn't make the Super Bowl. But you know, they if that if their offensive coordinator can figure out how to get that team twenty percent back to the way they were. This is a. This team is loaded with talent. Do you recall your five to nothing loss in the preseason to the Browns? I do. Okay, that would be every Falcons preseason game this year uh, for us. So yeah, but that uh, doesn't good matter because you're trying out the rookies. Yeah, you know, uh, the, the starters aren't playing. Uh, you know, it the, doesn't mean anything. The page, uh, the Browns last year went four and zero in preseason, and then zero and sixteen in the regular season. So I'm going to go say that that does, that does not matter. Okay, Jeffy, what do you got? I got to go with my man John Gruden. Okay. The uh, Oakland wow. Raiders. Um, they're giving him uh, eight. Oof. Can we? Should we not just put a point five at the end of all these that aren't? Because uh, else you could end up with a, a draw in this stuff. You know. I would love to see John Gruden mm-hmm. go over eight. So eight point five. No, eight don't point. give me a ten point five. Oh, go nine point five. I think we just got to leave it at 10. You already okay. made the pitch. Right. Right. We'll get ties. That's no big deal. All right, what do you got? Round down, not round up. Round down, yeah. <laughs> what do you got, Raiders? <laughs> you want them over eight? Uh, yeah, just because I want to root for John Gruden. Well, that's a way that's to play. Jeffy's analysis, analysis here is, is a little too deep for the average <laughs> uh, yes. listener or viewer. Um, that's what you're going to get. Look, if you, you know, what you're he's get. diving into a lot of like, you know, 4-3 versus 3-4, <laughs> nickel, nickel corners. I mean, he's getting too deep here. Way Jeffy. into the football We're, weeds. Nah, our audience doesn't care about <laughs> uh, All right, Keith, what do you got? I'm going with the Bears. Uh, they're at six and a half wins. I think the NFC North has just became the most competitive division with Khalil uh, Mack going uh, there on the defense. Bastard. I was just going to go And I think uh, Mitch Trubitsky could actually be decent, so I think they can get at least seven wins. I like that yep. pick. Uh, I do too. You know, I mean, it, it, it's, I it's a just going to do that. It's a tough division. I mean, you know, you got Minnesota, who's pretty darn good. You got mm-hmm. uh, you Green got, Bay's good. Green Bay's really good, and Detroit is not a bad team either. Uh-huh. It's it's. I mean, they could easily go one and five in that division, which might make what you're talking about difficult. But I like the pick overall. But you know, they've got an incredible defense now, and especially as, they, as they've added Khalil Mack. That's oof. That's going to be. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a tough defense. Uh, all right, so you took my pick. And you got the Chase Daniel here. Chase Daniel, row row here, uh, Chase right. Daniel riding the bench <laughs> at uh, second string quarterback for them too, right? This oh yeah, year. yeah. Well, there you go. There you uh, go. I'm going to go Arizona Cardinals okay. uh, over. That's good. Five point five. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got David Johnson back. Yeah. You know, it's it's a weird one. You know, people they won uh, what seven games last year. Something like yeah. that. seven and nine last year. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they're getting, they're getting older. Back, they lost their coaching staff, but I mean, Johnson coming back is a huge bonus for them. Uh-huh. They still got, and then people talk about Sam Bradford as not being a you know top quarterback, which he's not, and he gets, but that's mainly because he gets hurt all the time. Yeah, no kidding. He's serviceable when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, I, I like that pick a lot. I mean, five and a half is a low number for them. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. What else you got? Oh yeah, I got two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say. Nobody's picked the Cowboys yet, right? At eight, nope. No, I was just going eight to and this. a half. I'm going to say uh, Cowboys under. That's a that's a, what Stu said about the Colts. Yeah, is the Cowboys is <laughs> Cowboys too. Yeah, what, what I is think, their win total in there? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Gosh, darn I think it, they're I in trouble that this bad. year. I think so too, and I, I don't want them to be. <clears throat> I don't either, but I really do want them to be. Um, <laughs> why was that? Why? Because uh, I, I mean, the Giants are going to be better. Uh, you've got uh, you know. Uh, You've got the Eagles, who are yeah. obviously you know should yep. be at least okay. Defending Super Bowl champions should be okay. I mean, that's that's not an easy division. Now, why are you 
Why are you not as optimistic as I would expect uh, on the Eagles, who just won the Super Bowl? Did uh, they lose well, anybody? Uh, they lost some people. Um, they replaced some people. Uh, you know, Carson Wentz hasn't played a snap, right? So right. they're going to go out with Nick and Foles. And he's not and going Foles. to for a few weeks. I think probably. it's probably going to be at least, you know, it's at least this week we know for sure. Right. Uh, you know, but I mean, the Eagles are, it's coming off trying to d- defend a Super Bowl championship is notoriously difficult. You saw what mm-hmm. happened with Atlanta last year, which they still, they. I mean, Atlanta went 10-6 t- and, and, you know, that was pretty darn good for for a, for a team that mm-hmm. you know, to make it back to the playoffs is about as much as you can usually hope for. Uh, so you know, again, I, I I I'm with the Eagles. I'm at the point where I can't tell if I'm actually doing analysis or if I'm just trying to protect my feelings. You know mm. what I mean? Like I don't. I, I may just be trying to prepare myself for the worst case scenario. It's very but, true. You, you may. Know. Okay. And I'm going to take the mm-hmm. uh, Texans over eight and a half wins. Deshaun Watson healthy. Um, oh, okay. oh, I hope so. I, I went out. Yeah, and they're fact, all healthy. JJ Watts yeah, back. Yeah. So I, and, that's a good pick. It's do I trade it away? You know, the Eagles tight end uh, Zach Ertz mm-hmm. for Deshaun Watson. So I have a lot of hope that uh, he is back at 100. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a good bet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, just so that uh, just so that Pat and I can argue. I'll go with the Cowboys over. I want them to win nine games. Wait, so, that would be so you're going with your challenge already? You can do that. You were going to do a challenge? Yeah, I'll do that. You can do his challenge there, I guess. Because I want to be able to fight with you over that. All right. So, <laughs> so, so now we're just going to just There's going with the challenge for the Cowboys, but I don't think they I really don't think they I don't think so, but it's going to be. We'll see. So you're picking something that you really don't think can happen. No, <laughs> that is, that's what you're not analysis. even picking in the correct round. Let's go through Jeffy's picks so far. I want to fight with Pat. So first, it was uh, <laughs> go the team he used to live near. I love right. Tampa. Then Tampa. it was the guy who used to coach the team he used to live near. Yes. And now it's up. a guy because he wants to argue about it, even <laughs> though he t- doesn't think it's going to happen. Wait till I pick the team that fired my son. Okay, that'd be so great. That, that's got to be his pick. He can't be having this one now. He's got to come back. To this no, one. that is no, no, his yeah, pick. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, now I get two in a row here, and um, you know, I well, just one last flip through here. I am going to look at uh, a team that I think people are really high on this year, uh, but the division is is a lot stronger than it was last year, and I think it's going to be hard to get these sorts of win totals again. I'm going to go the Minnesota Vikings under Ooh. ten and a half. That's now, a ten and a half is uh, is not a ridiculous number. They went thirteen and three last year, but an eleven and five season for the Vikings, I think, would be a, a real a real nice one. Plus, you for switch them. quarterbacks. You're switching quarterbacks. You have a guy who's coming back who's injured. You know, their line played well last year, but it's not mm-hmm. highly respected. Beyond that, you've got Green Bay, who's ascending in a big way with Rodgers back. You know, uh, you've got a, a new coach in Detroit. Uh, I think they're going to be okay. And I think the uh, the Bears. I agree with your analysis, Keith. That that's they're going to improve. That's going to be a tough yeah. division. Eleven wins is is a decent amount, and I go under uh, with the Vikings at ten and a half. Mm-hmm. And then I my second pick. Guys took a couple of mine. I am going to let me go with the. Let me just do this. I'm wearing the ring of the team. The I was Super just thinking Bowl nobody picked anything ring with that. Yeah. For the Philadelphia Eagles. And I so I to 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 uh to show Karma that my time. feelings are important to me. I will go Eagles <clears throat> under 10 and a half. Now, Ooh. pretty much every year I seem to dang. take the under on the Eagles. But yeah. again, if you are a if you have a good season coming off a Super Bowl and you go 10 you go 10 and 6 with a quarterback that's injured, it's not a terrible season. I mean, if I, I can get them to ten and six, I'm going to be thrilled with this year. So you know, look, we'll take the Eagles uh, under ten and a half. It's a fairly high number. 
And, you know, it's just there is a Super Bowl hangover risk. You're, they're probably going to play <clears throat> about a quarter of their season without Wentz or without Wentz at full strength. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, Jeffrey's hurt. They've got a bunch of injuries already. I'll go Eagles under 10 and a half. All right. And then Jeffy? And if they lose, I'll be very happy. If I, <laughs> if I lose, I will be thrilled Right uh, on that one. Um, yeah, I told you I was going to pick the team that fired my son. Patriots. <laughs> Bastards. What is their going? Um, they got them at 11.5. Ah, they can win 12 games. Wow. So okay. you're going to go over? Yeah, they can win 12 okay. games. They can, Fair. sure. They do it every year. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's not really that I know. much of a revelation. <laughs> I'm very confident. Every, is, there, is there a season in the last 20 that they've been under 11 wins? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I even, don't the, so. even the year that Brady was out for the whole year, he, they won 11. They won 11, 11 that year, five. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm very confident. And the Jacksonville Jaguars this year, their over-under is nine even. I'm going over. Uh, this, I mean, this is a team that was right on the cusp of going to the Super Bowl. Is it uh, a Jeffy's pick, though? Nope, because he doesn't get two no, in a row. Right. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yep. So anyway, I'm going with the Jaguars. Uh, they've got a lot of offensive weapons, even when they lost the number one receiver. I think they're going to be just fine. All right. Pat, so, so Pat last over two. nine. So you've wow. got a, Ooh, one more pick and then a All challenge. Right. Okay. Defense, uh, I'll take the Buffalo Bills over six. I, I think they're... I mean, they made it to the playoffs last year. You give them six wins. It's not good. Different quarterback, and I—it's a different quarterback. But I—I'm not that high on Terod. What's his face? Terod Taylor. Yeah, I mean, me neither. I don't think he's that good. Hmm. Um. All right. So I don't know about that one, but okay. Bills over six. Okay. I think he can win seven. Yeah. You can go seven and nine. No. I, yeah, I, I think that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I, now I, I, I disagree somebody. with you guys on Tyrod Taylor, but that's another conversation. Um. Okay. So now one more for Pat. You need to find somebody you disagree with. Down in here. Right. Well, of course, Jeffy left you nothing to choose from in that round because he does it wrong. <laughs> so I'll pick if you want. No, I'm not going to let you pick. Uh, let's see. I'll take my pick early if you want. It's uh, no big deal. Can I have 18 picks? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm i going to challenge... Uh, I don't have any idea. You don't have to challenge. Isn't that right? Isn't that a thing? You have to go against someone on the board. You do have to. Yeah, you do. This is the challenge round. Uh, This is the last pick for Pat Gray and the annual over-under draft for the NFL as we get prepared for the league that (laughs) a a lot of people in the audience are boycotting. Very, very important uh, pick here that Mm -hmm. people are on the edge of their seat just Mm -hmm. waiting to hear. Uh, I I don't think... None of these are outrageous picks. So... I'm going to go against Stu's Vikings pick and go uh, over. Okay. Say they they win 11 games. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So Vikings, yeah. So what was the Vikings again? Uh, ten and a half. Ten point. You've got a <clears throat> whiteboard that you wrote that number on with the team name next to it. Yeah, and it's, it's <laughs> out of my line of sight. <laughs> Thanks for that. Right me out. No, okay. ask on, so on the national over. show. It's there probably go. a good place to ask Very for good. it. Okay. Um, okay. And I'm going to go ahead and challenge Jeffy's Buccaneers. He said over six and a half wins for mm. them. I'm going to go under. Ooh. All right. That'll be a bad season for now, them. Now, Jeffy has now a normal pick, not yeah. a challenge. I mean, you can theoretically <laughs> challenge someone, but you, you, we all have to have one challenge on the board. So you can pick whatever, really whatever you want here, Jeffy. I want the Jets under. They're not going to win six games. Really? Yeah. With uh, Sam Arnold, Darnold, Darnold the, the yes. greatest quarterback no, to ever time. come out of college? Like, ever. I mean... <laughs> You know, Good you'd luck. think he was the second coming of, of of Joe Namath or, <laughs> they or Johnny be. Unitas or something. I mean, the way they're talking Is this still about this guy. One, by the way, I'm just checking. Yes, I can't we're, we're running a little bit here. Okay. So let me give you the last uh, my challenge pick. 
I am going to challenge Pat, uh, and I will go the Bills under six oh. games. I think they're going to be really bad this year. Do you? I mean, mm. I, I don't have any faith. The only thing they have is LaShawn McCoy. The line's not good. <laughs> For now, uh, they got LaShawn McCoy. Now, yeah, and who knows how, that long, how long that's going to last. Their quarterback situation is, is a mess. Uh, they could could they win seven games maybe but I like the idea this is a whole number here because I could see mm-hmm. him maybe squeaking out a six and ten mm-hmm. uh, you know and then it just gives me a push so I'll, I'll I'll challenge you on the bills all right there you go okay so uh there there's our picks mm-hmm. uh we got to take a picture of that I guess and yep. then uh, we'll have it ready in December come back to it none of us will remember a single thing <laughs> we did from no. this moment no we don't no we will not and then somebody's gonna buy some crappy thing that nobody wants no, to that's eat mm-hmm. and uh so the same thing as happens every year is gonna happen again triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three more Pat Gray unleashed coming up Pat Gray only on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, it is Pat Gray unleashed with uh, Stu, Jeffy, uh, Keith. Of course, we're we're doing our uh, yearly. Uh, how long have we done this? That's been a long time. Since like oh, the late forties, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we've done the over-under picks since the late 40s. I've got the records at my desk, I believe. I'll have yeah, to I don't go think we need to look at the records. You don't even need to look at them. I know it's been since the late like, 40s, early yeah. 50s at the latest. Yeah. Mike, you've won um, like most of those too, right? Yeah, I won a couple of them. Uh, I don't know about most. Uh, Madden NFL 19 has predicted the uh, NFL season this year. I, I guess they just play the games over and over and over and have them simulate the season. And it turned out the, the number one team... In the NFL was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. Wow. Uh, apparently, they're not a fluke. And it has them... Uh, Jacksonville not only got over the hump and the uh, by beating the Patriots in the AFC title game, they also defeat Philadelphia in the Super Bowl 13-7. Wow. Ooh. Philly makes it back? How about that? I mean, I, that's... Wow. Kind of a boring Super Bowl, wow. though. I am just not sold on the Jaguars. I think they kind of are Their a fluke. defenses. You know, Blake stellar. Bortles... Uh, is not a great. I'm not sold on him, hmm. and I know you know Jacksonville tries to protect him all the time and say, "Oh no, he's a really great, great <laughs> person." <laughs> you know, he's like a, him. He's he, a nice guy. Great in the community. <laughs> uh, helps <laughs> out kids in need. Uh, cleans up parks. Have you seen uh, his car? He keeps it really clean. <laughs> we were at the grocery store, and he acted, there was a stray cart, and he put it back in the cart container. Oh my gosh! Uh, so no. it would not roll uh-huh. uh, into yeah. another car. All the, way a, to, all the way to where they keep the carts? Well, he put the front wheels up on a, on a divider. Oh, okay. But still, he did Close. protect the other cars. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, be, I will say that is the length they go to. And they're paying him, what, $16 million a year to for Which, that privilege. That's a lot of money um, for a guy like that. Doesn't have a lot of money guaranteed, though. So they're, they have not really committed to him uh, any really anything past this year. Uh, but the team is really good on defense. It's got a good mm-hmm. running game. It's got a lot of talent, and it was you know, it seems to be well coached. They and and should according have to Matt nineteen, yeah, they just, they're going to win. They should have been in the Super Bowl last year, mm-hmm. and they really should have. That was they you know of course blew that game, but the, that's what the Patriots do. Except for the next game they played <laughs> against the Philadelphia Football. <laughs> and every Falcon fan in the land was rooting for your team, Stu. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but, oh, look at that. Mm-hmm. 
Wait. Oh, ch- uh, champringguy.com. Listener, who's an Eagles nice. fan, sent it to me. So um, it's like my favorite thing. Wow. And, and you're holding so it, of course, in the only corner of the room that's not lit. Oh, yeah. So uh, I, is that, I, is that, I, is that a certified replica? Oh. It is a certified replica. Okay, yes, it is not. These are not actual diamonds. I was just about to say, um, we were about to mug him as soon as we went to cool, commercial though. break. Yeah. <laughs> it is cool. It's really is that the heavy. same? Is that the same person that sent me the BYU National Championship ring from 1984? I think so. Oh, yeah. It's cool, right? Hey, Nebraska won five titles, sir, if you would like to make good on that one no nobody would like to make good on that nobody cares about that nebraska sucks and everybody knows it i mean they're from the corn hob state they don't even play play in the rain anymore right i love how jiffy Jiffy keeps playing that up like that's somehow nebraska's fault uh that would be akron that decided they didn't want to come back the next day because it might rain again where was the game played where was the game played it was not played at all actually with a kickoff no where was it supposed to be played lincoln nebraska yeah that's right so how is it akron's fault because they said let's play the next day and then akron said oh wait we can't find a room well uh we'll find Oh, well, I'm sorry. The weather might be bad again tomorrow. Who said they couldn't play in the rain? Who oh, was my that? gosh. I don't know. So you're not even listening to it. I, I got to say, thing I think I'm standing with Pat and Jeffy on this one. <laughs> so Nebraska canceled the game, and then they gave yes. an entire team the option to stay in the city for an extra day and play <laughs> later? That's not a good no. not a good deal. Hey, no. hey, camera guy, right here, okay? <laughs> Who's going to say, hey, yeah, let's spend Everybody another in night room? in Lincoln, Everybody. Nebraska? Everybody. No one. That's never been said in no life. No one's ever said that. So <laughs> uh, I'm posting, uh, just so you know, at Hangry Keith, I will have the um, picks up right now. So if you guys want to okay. keep an eye on them as the season goes on. Wonderful. And uh, watch me win and then give you guys garbage to eat for lunch. Which, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, sort of I'm going to give you garbage <laughs> if I win. It's the same thing. Or if I happens lose, I every mean, year. Wait, every if year. I lose, Inedible, I have to do Inedible much. stuff every, oh. every year. All right, 888-900-3393. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. She's uh, a flim flam flirt. What? <laughs> All right. Uh, time for chewing the fat with Jeffy. Uh, you're doing a like a lounge act for us. I guess so. Yeah. Is that what's going on? Okay. Uh, I was just holding that King Cole in the lounge for you. Okay. I do. He turned it on. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. I was... Yeah. Did you play the... I did. Yes, I did. Oh. What's in your fat pile? Uh-huh. Well, one of the, my favorite stories today... Yes. ...is uh, John Owen Casford snuck through the gates of the Wellington Zoo in New Zealand to snatch one of the 10-inch tall squirrel monkeys. Oh, and no. That, I know. I know. He wanted to, he wanted to steal the squirrel monkeys. Why? But... <clears throat> is this something creepy and weird, or what, do you just... <laughs> Just like no, monkeys? he said he wanted to steal a squirrel for his girlfriend. Okay. Um, he went before the judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, the judge said your intention was to capture a monkey and bring it home to your girlfriend. But uh, what we know now is that attempt was not successful. Oh, no. Uh, what I know is that at daybreak, all the monkeys were distressed. Two of them were injured. You had a broken leg, two fractured teeth, and a sprained ankle and bruises on your back. The monkeys kicked the crap out of this guy. Nice. Oh. Yeah. That's funny. 
That's really funny. It's like Night at the Museum. Yeah. Aren't they the same kind of monkeys? Is, <laughs> yeah, like the, the, yeah the little monkeys, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and uh, I was just reminded of, remember in uh, uh, Jurassic Park 2 when the little dinosaurs on the beach started attacking the little girl? Uh-huh. After him, that's what, I mean, it must have felt like that for this guy in the zoo. Yeah. Just getting his butt kicked by all these little monkeys. Good stuff. And he, he's he's admitted to, you know, trying to burgle the zoo. And he got uh, common assault. Two of willful damage, assault with intent to injure, breach of community work, and injuring with intent to injure. Can you say the phrase burgle the zoo again, please? He burgled the zoo. Okay. Thank you. Injuring with intent to injure? I know. What? That's was, weird. Was, That's alcohol, was alcohol involved? Uh, there okay. was some, I believe there was some substance involved. Yes, I don't know that it was alcohol, but there was some substance involved. So we got news that uh, President Obama will be speaking in, uh, in Denmark. Okay. At the Denmark University. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's participating in a question and answer session uh, the end of this month at, oh. at the University of Southern Denmark. And look, questions for the him. local businesses and some of the people in the community are a little upset because they're like, oh, well, we really don't have a whole lot of money. Why are you spending all this money bringing Obama in? And they're like, hey, no, no, no. Current and future leaders are going to be here. They're going to have an opportunity <laughs> and experience to President Obama firsthand. Everyone ex- can expect to be inspired. And we have a, every reason to be proud. Now, when asked how much it was going to cost and what they were paying for <laughs> President Obama, they said, uh, well, you know, we'd like to tell you, but uh, President Obama said if we uh, release the details of uh, the contract, uh, he would cancel his appearance. Yeah, why is that? I uh, don't know. I can't understand why that would be. Now they why say, would you uh, not want the details of that I contract released? Huh, now, isn't that interesting? They say that it, he they figure he's going to make about you know a little over three hundred thousand. Right? Yeah, three. I think three hundred and twenty-three thousand or something. Three hundred twelve thousand for one stinking yeah, speech. One. Now I say three hundred twenty-three thousand dollars. This you, guy, the only re- I know. He is going to be so wealthy in the next ten years. Oh, I mean, he already is. Right, gosh. the deal with Netflix put him over the top. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they said initially that was fifty million. I just heard it was a hundred. I I heard it was a hundred million. I mean, this guy. Don't be talking to me about wealth inequality anymore. No, wait a second. I, I don't want to hear your bull crap. Okay. <laughs> but Shut I up. think the details of the contract may have something. Uh, you know. Well, I don't want to say illicit, but uh, you know something uh, out of the ordinary. Because if you remember oh, correctly, um, mm-hmm. at the uh, funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Africa, when uh, Barack started flirting around with the who is now the former uh, head of Denmark, uh, oh, Helly Thorning right. Smith did the selfie. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, remember the selfie pic? If you're watching uh-huh. Blaze TV, you see the selfie pic, and she is now the uh, she, you know she's not the uh, the prime minister anymore, but she runs a uh, she runs. <laughs> what does she run? Two billion dollar Save the Children International campaign. Wow. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. she's probably the one that's going to end up paying for Barack to be there, right? That's probably I the, that's probably much... the details. The, the university's not paying, or he's got you know a bunch of things that you have to do for him oh, in order I, to, I to believe that. green M and M's, and he yeah. doesn't want you to know that either, right? Because why would why wouldn't he want you to know right. that? He's living like a king and expects help around. Uh-huh. Wait, it's a socialist country. It's a socialist president. Why don't they just do it out of the good of their heart? And why does he have to get paid by anyone? It's a good question. That sure is a good question. I'm going well, back you... to my hamburger. Thanks, Lori D. <laughs> yeah, she sent us food again. Thank I mean, you for Lori D. Thank you. That was, mm. Yes. Got to it. Good yeah. stuff. Well, you, yeah, you're kind of in the middle of something. I mean, here. I'm willing to eat. <laughs> 
We're not willing to listen to you. It's always best for her to have food arrive right now because we can eat it before you get a chance to Uh take it. It is time for uh, the Mueller investigation to be done. Yeah, it's time to shut that down. Yep. We've spent way too much money on it. We've gotten very little out of it. And now we find out that uh, he subpoenas uh, Jerome Corsi, Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Berther, Mr. Alex Jones associate, to uh, come before him. Uh, and bring his computer and his cell phone, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna subpoena him. And you know, let's not forget Corsi's books. You know, where's the birth certificate? Killing the deep state, the fight to save President Trump. I mean, if Mueller is, if we're down to subpoenaing Jer- Jerome Corsi, yeah, come on now. I know. Let's let's put an end to this. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I, I I don't know. I listen. There's so many different. Uh, deep state approaches mm-hmm. to the Mueller investigation uh-huh. that uh, it's, I mean, we it's could out of control. Talk, it is. I mean, we could talk for the next five hours out of the, you know, mm-hmm. uh, out of the connections between all of these people, but it's just time to shut the investigation down. That'd yep. be nice. Yep. That'd be very nice. Now, um, a good idea. We, while you're eating, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about food that can contaminate you like okay. sushi. Right. Don't eat Sushi. I don't. Thank you very much. Uh, you don't because uh, you could possibly, you could possibly get your hand removed. <laughs> There's diseases. A uh, man, uh, when doctors examined the man, he had a deep purple blister. And those of you watching on Blaze Television will see his oh, hand. And, uh, few, uh, oh, oh, uh, that's, 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 that's the hand. Wow, I'm trying to eat here, man. That's the hand. If you're having right, lunch right now, don't look at the oh, monitor right now. Uh, that's gross. The ulcers on the oh man's left gosh. forearm, and uh, they amputated it. Uh, no. Later. They had to amputate? Yes, they did. Why? Uh, just we waited too long. Oh, my gosh. We waited too long. It was uh, infected with uh, this. You, and you, seriously, when you're at home, and you got you see your hand doing that, and you don't go in. <laughs> the hell? What is the matter what is with, wrong you? with you? Yeah. Well, sometimes, I mean, look. Don't, uh-huh. don't have a job. Nah, I don't I have this basketball-sized Goiter on my arm. That's ah, nothing to worry about, I'm sure. Goiter. <laughs> I think that's a, that's the technical term. Is goiter? Yes. I mean that was nasty. Looking. I know. Jeez. I know. It's it's uh, the bacteria is found in seawater, which is from the same family that causes cholera, the vibro vulnificus. Wow. Um, it's foodborne, waterborne, common in seafood and oysters and in so particular. If things are cooked, does it does it kill the uh, uh, the bacteria? Sometimes, but if you have a if you uh, if you have a cut uh-huh. and you're in the dirty water, you know that's why they tell people not to wander around during storm waters mm-hmm. uh, on the streets. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Because if you have a cut or any kind of infection, then it gets well, infected. Can you get that just from walking out in the ocean? Yeah. Good gosh. If you have a cut or, or Why? It gets inside, does it can this, infect, yeah. Where does this stuff come from? I never heard of this when I was a kid. I never heard of this before now. What? Uh, where is all this nonsense coming from? A lot of it, uh, a lot of it say that it's the popularity of sushi that had the rise of catching Really? This, okay. Yeah. And yeah. there's also... Oh, my kids are so into sushi. I know. So I know. into and, it. They uh, always want it. Well, instead and of... And it's like you get three things at the sushi place by us... And it's $180. <laughs> you get three things for three $180. Things bucks. For That's 180 a good deal. Bucks. <laughs> That's a good deal, my friend. <laughs> Is it? Yes. Yeah, they're only it's 60 just, bucks a piece. It's every really time, a, a every really time good I look deal. at the bank statement at my house, and there's, it's 180 What did you get? I got one little thing of sushi. Yeah. Uh, I'd like a wrap, seaweed, <laughs> and some other kind of sea plant. Okay, $484. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, you wanted to cover on that too? Okay, that's five hundred. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Now remind them that not only could they get uh, the uh, the vibrosis thing, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. could also there's a possibility that they could get these um, parasitic worms. Good gosh. And if you see what Jeez. they look like, they get under their skin. Oh, see, and, now what in the world? Yeah, Why yeah. do we have these pictures that, I'm trying to eat? You get those parasitic worms from okay. that as well. Yes, yeah, safety sick. tip, safety tip, okay? Seriously sick. Cook, cook your food. Just, right? Just eat cooked food, and you're good. I, uh, you, does it kill the worms if you cook it? Uh, it usually does, yes. Okay. They say that it usually does. Because that, yeah. I mean, seriously. Most of it is from the undercooked stuff. There's nothing yeah. we can do anymore that's safe. There's nothing. Nothing. You can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't go out, you can't stay in. Nothing is safe anymore. Can't have sex, STDs continue rapid rise in the U.S. Yeah. I mean, times are tough. Yep. What are we going to do? We just had, actually in church, we just had this big thing about uh, diseases that are being spread in our area. Because kids are doing these weird things like, uh, what do they call it, NICMO? Non-committal makeout. Yeah, you show up and you just start making out with the people that are there because it's what a the thing world? now. It's just a party. It's a, that's not been weird a thing for more. Than so they're saying, just now. you know, hey, warn your kids about oh, I don't know, uh, human papilloma virus, HPV, and other kind of disease. They can get you can get HPV just from drinking from somebody else's cup, let alone you know swapping tongue kisses uh together i mean that will pass it so you don't actually have to have sex to get hpv from somebody right and that can lead to cancer that can i mean so uh they were real strong on you know get the get the uh uh the vaccination you can be vaccinated against that and you can start yeah. that at 11 yeah the hpv virus I yeah i mean one. it is nasty i'm still questioning that one <laughs> I don't know. In what way? I don't know. I don't know. A lot of I've heard. You don't believe it's out there? No, I don't believe. I don't know. I don't know that the that the uh, that the vaccination is. Oh, I've I've been concerned about the vaccine too. Overwhelming, but most on the good side than the bad side. The doctor. We we've got a really a good friend who's a doctor in our church, and he says absolutely get vaccinated. Absolutely get it. Said it can save their lives. I mean, I, look, it can save their lives. We've set the record, right? I mean, that, I joked around about the the STDs mm-hmm. continue, but two point three million cases of chlamydia, gonorrhea, yeah, and syphilis. Funny. It's in not 2017. funny. That broke the record. I mean, we're in the lead That's, for the most. It's bad. Yeah. And some of these things, the problem with the gonorrhea strains now, they're resistant to antibiotics, and so they're yes, incurable. They're, and right. so. It's really ugly. You just it's better not to get the disease. <laughs> that might surprise you. Wait, should we be writing this down? It's better, better not it's better to, get not to, to get the disease. Noted. Okay. You got it? All right. Okay. You know, my this doctor, is a learning show. You're gonna learn something every day. And, hold on. and there's well, look, one thing for you. This is is that from you or is that from your well respected doctor? That's from my well respected doctor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Quote this yeah. is a learning show. Mm-hmm. Learning. I said learning. Yeah, learning. I heard learning. Okay. Well, Why don't you open your ears? Do you have the wax commercial coming up? I do, as a matter of fact. It might be a good we time to, to share it, it with this wax idiot. WaxRx. <laughs> oh, go I to, heard that. Go to usewaxrx.com. Right. You can okay. order the reusable ear wash system today. And Keith, use the offer code radio. They'll ship it right to your house for free. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Are you learning? <laughs> 
You can get a real solution for stubborn earwax. The Wax RX wash system is doctor developed. Come again. Works safely when all other products fail. And it's just like the just like what they use in their offices. Only you use it at your home. Use WaxRx.com. Wait, one more time. I didn't quite hear you. Use what? Use WaxRx.com. Wax. Okay. Offer code radio. radio. U-S-E WaxRx.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, finishing up with chewing the fat that we're going to get to the phones and uh, your calls at 888-900-3393. Uh, this story I've been saving for you, Jeffy. Really? Because this is right up your alley. Okay. This is this says Jeff Fisher. It's written all over it. Oh, it says fat. Well, I mean, it, it's just his cup of tea. Okay. Okay. Three people were arrested by Kennewick, Washington police on Labor Day for having methamphetamine, <laughs> uh, including a man who was caught in a compromising position with an injured beaver. <laughs> so, uh, are, are, was that a bad thing? I mean, was, okay. the, was the beaver Look, injured prior to him getting it? Or who is, am I to judge? This is an animal, right? I'm just here to say... Just checking. This is the story. Okay, I, okay. You know, I'm not here to judge. <laughs> the beaver was hit by a car sometime Monday night, Ooh, and a woman found it... Good. And ran home for a box so that she could transport the animal to a veterinarian. Um, well, when she came back, she found a man lying next to the beaver. She wondered if the guy was just comforting the animal. He was actively comforting. Oh my God! The animal and was arrested for it. I quit. So, um, you know, it's nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me. <laughs> One of the funniest scenes from uh, Naked Gun. You know, that's the old uh, one of those uh, old Jeff Foxworthy jokes, right? Where he would talk about uh, they hit uh, it was either a beaver, beaver or possum, right? You know, but the, I mean, they ate it, right? No, the guy. No? You know, he said he hit it, and he said uh, it looked like it was dead, and he held it up, and he said, apparently, the words "or nothing" brings will use beavers back to life because he said look it ain't bleeding or nothing and then the beaver came, came back to life and grabbed bit his oh, bit, bit him, him right on his nipple oh and ouch know, i mean that's just, that's those are old jokes like that but now that isn't laying next to the beaver right now uh, next to the actual doing, animal when beaver. you're doing that to the beaver the beaver should be biting you in the wherever it can wherever it can get its teeth sunk I mean, into your flesh it should be doing that so you stop doing that with the beaver, okay? That is, I, I hope this is give, still a taboo in our society. Is this the lone taboo we Pat, can agree on? Pat. That sex with animals is not cool? There's well, no it, more taboos, man. Injured animals. <laughs> if they're I mean, healthy, if they're it's healthy, okay. You, I mean, hello. If they're injured, yeah, don't. Mean, you got to... Okay. Give him a little bit of a Is break. that where we're going to draw the line? Yes. Okay, we'll draw the line at no injured animal sex. Even if he right? gave it. Yeah. Now, now it's Unreal, possible he gave man. the beaver some meth, and yeah, the yeah, beaver maybe. said, hey, you know, I feel fine now. Go ahead. Good golly. Now, see, I mean, both, both of what he was doing, both the meth possession 
and the first degree animal cruelty, which is what they qualify. Oh, that's both of them are felonies. So that's good. This guy's going to be two big jail strikes. For a He's while. going down. Yeah. yeah. I wonder good. if he'll get good. any conjugal visits from the beaver when he gets behind bars. <laughs> I don't think so. No? I don't think the beaver appreciated what was do happening we, there. Do we know this That's poor... a Me Too moment for the beaver. <laughs> that sure okay. is. This poor animal, okay, it gets hit by a car, <laughs> right? gets raped and by this guy. And then some sick idiot comes along. Do we have an update on how... I mean, I uh, honestly want to know how he's doing. Do we know if he was just trying to bring it back, though? No, the animal back. died. Oh, really? Yeah. So I don't have to oh, Google that? Animal died. Thanks for saving me the trouble. Beaver's gone. See, that's we sad. lost it. We lost the. And beaver. They're, they're blaming it on this guy. Yeah, and they're well, yes, because I mean, it the, is the his beaver fault. got hit by an automobile. That is true, but it didn't help what was happening afterward. So the revival session didn't work. No, didn't work. it did not work. <laughs> There's apparently didn't, better ways. Yes. Yeah. So please don't file this <laughs> much, away. Much as better Something ways. you could try. Okay. All right. This so what? Is so bad. What else do you have in the fat so pile? Because that's a sickening that, story. Yes, and if, if there's right. ever a point when you think to yourself, you know. I'd really like to try some meth. Smoke a little meth. Yeah. Uh, not a good decision. Think to yourself, they're going to find me on the side of the road. With a beaver. Attempting to have <laughs> sex with an actual injured beaver. Do you think the meth could, I mean, that puts Absolutely. you in your wrong enough mind Absolutely. that you could think that's an acceptable yes. deal? Absolutely. Oh, wow. Hmm. I mean, that stuff is, it's poison. Yeah. I mean, it, really, it literally is poison. You see the difference. If you, if what is you, the appeal you, then? What is the allure? Because it just, it, doesn't it just wig you out to where you're, like you'll get, well, get at, with a beaver? In the beginning, in the beginning, <laughs> and the more you do, you know, it gives you that euphoria. It does give and, you a euphoria and, too. And, and, and the feeling, you know, everything's okay and you know, everything's going to be wonderful and it's a beautiful thing. Mm. But that poison is busy, busy just eating your insides out. I mean, you see the pictures Man. of the Yeah, the teeth the, and. Yeah, as, as the progression comes along uh-huh. uh you know you your stuff is under your skin so you're busy scratching you feel like something's in your skin you're scratching and everybody's got marks all over their faces and yeah, the poison is just eating you out it's just it's horrible yeah, and if you know what the goes in it the ingredients oh my god like I mean, literal poison yes right? yeah you would if separately you'd say no but with but calling it meth i guess it's okay so this stuff uh I mean, is wildly dumb. popular in some areas of this country sure is. and people die making it and people die taking it. Yep. It's just a... Uh, it's horrible. Yeah. It really is. Really bad stuff. And look, we've, really bad we, stuff. And we've, we've uh, <clears throat> while it's we've it's a crime and we show them trying to get away from the law and everything, but I mean, we've glamorized, I mean, Breaking Bad, that's all Breaking Bad is. Yeah, he was making meth, right? I mean, that's, I mean, we've, we've glamorized the making of it. It's amazing. We've glamorized the criminals that do it. I mean, that, it's okay. I, I, mean, I, I'll, I get it. Well, it's not but, okay. It's not okay to glamorize it's, that. It's just we have. Yeah, right? we I have. mean, we have. Yes, so, you're right. I mean, I don't know how how yeah. you come back from that. I, I really don't. I don't know how we come back from that. I don't either. Um, I don't so either. I, and, you know, you talk about um, uh, sex and kids. Well, look, at. I mean, I'm surprised this story isn't too big. The uh, New York City... Um, Housing organization uh, in Bronx, that housing project in the Bronx, the Neck House's Tenant Association president, Monique Johnson, is all under all wound up. She says, I now understand why work wasn't getting done, because uh, all these workers that were working at this location, uh, roughly 40 people, uh, had their own personal sex club, engaging in wild, boozy orgies inside <laughs> offices, groundskeeper shop, and even empty apartments at this in New York. And they're, I mean, they're all gone now, but New York, they work for the city, mm. getting paid mm-hmm. for all this time, just to party, Jeez. just to party. 
Nice. You know, that's good. De Blasio's taking care of it, though. So you'd be fine. Don't worry about it. You'd be fine. Jeez. It, I mean, it's insane. Yep. And one, if we have time, I just wanted to touch a little bit we on do. what we talked about. I know you mentioned it earlier. About two minutes. But uh, I really wanted to talk, touch on Colin Kaepernick for just a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and the Nike ads. And it was, you know, look, it was a smart move on Nike part, right? If you're going to put out that two-minute commercial, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't wait. You know, the fire is hot. You're either going to take a beating or not, but now's the time. But I really, I'm seriously, I don't understand. And I wish someone would explain it to me where it made sense. I don't understand how the argument is that these guys have a right That's my to thing. kneel. Yeah, we were talking about that the, earlier. And you and I, I talked about it, it yesterday. I, They're I, I, employees, I'm man. I see the I see the cartoons <clears throat> of they fought, you know, yes, the soldiers fought for your right to stand and sit. Yes, they did. Yeah. But not about from your employer. Well, it would be like if we started using this platform, the the our microphones for whatever uh, a, a weird or wonderful purpose we wanted to. For us. For us. For us personally. My own personal I agenda. Right. I, you know, I believe in uh, justice for all beavers. Right. And I'm going to talk about that every single day at a certain time. Well, that's not okay. This is not <laughs> my, for. it's not my, it doesn't belong to me. No. Okay. It belongs to my employer, Glenn Beck. And it and really it belongs to our listeners, so we can't right. do that. And I, do I have the freedom to talk about justice for beavers? Yes. That bastard Glenn Beck won't. Let you. <laughs> like I That's... do, if I do that on my own time, <laughs> there's nothing he can do I, about right. it. I, just, I, mean, I don't understand. But if I do it here, I'm screwing up his business. I don't get it. it just, yeah, it I don't get it. I, I don't know how the NFL it's can justify that. It's such an easy concept. I know. Such an easy concept, and they just can't seem to get to it. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Pat, and you're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. If you like what you're hearing on this show, then you should also check out the Glenn Beck program. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. It's a learning show. You're going to learn something every day. Oh, wait, learning. What? Wait, what? Learning. What did he say? Learning. Okay. It's a learning show. You're going to learn. Learning. Learning. No. Learning. 888 933 And at Pat Unleashed, where uh, Just Too Muck and Futch tweets, whoever loses the over-under bet should bring in underpants for lunch. <laughs> Don't. I mean, that will happen. That's probably going to happen. <laughs> Uh, Tanya's roommate tweets, new motto for Pat Unleashed, talking football uh, during Armageddon. You're welcome. <laughs> and from Grant, uh, as a Bills fan, I can assure you, I was not sad to see Taylor go. Oh, yeah, Tyra to Rod Taylor, Taylor hmm. I, I don't think he's that good. I don't know. I'm kind of mm. surprised that he's starting over uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. I'm in hmm. Millennial Falcon tweets, just be glad the numbers don't go beyond 18. Otherwise, Jeffy couldn't participate. That's true. Yeah. Never forget, that's what Jeffy, that's one of the very few things he knows. 18! Uh, all right. We got to, uh, coming up, we're going to play the uh, the Kavanaugh 
Kamala Harris uh, discussion yesterday, the interrogation there, is just so ridiculous. So unbelievably ridiculous. Meantime, though, uh, Nick and Elizabeth have been waiting a long time. Uh, Elizabeth in Wisconsin, welcome to The Blaze. Hi. Hi, Pat. Thank hey. you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. You're still one of my favorite shows. Thank you. Um, I, just the first thing that with that, um, that editorial, the first thought that hit my mind when I heard what it said was um, Rod Rosenstein. Okay. And now, you know, the, the writer didn't say he was in the White House or the Cabinet. He said he was in the administration, which Rod Rosenstein is. Mm-hmm. And I, my thought is that Rod Rosenstein has got to be seeing the Bob Mueller investigation going downhill, and I do believe he would do anything to undermine or thwart President Trump and try to mm. create as much discord as possible. Um, so that was my first thought that, it, you know, that it was Rod Rosenstein. And another thing, um, the idea of Mike Pence, mm-hmm. um, that would mean that day after day, Mike Pence was living a lie and letting everybody see it. Yeah. Um, the word lodestar, I'm in Wisconsin. I grew up using lodestar. Um, so did people around me. We use the word, so it really doesn't identify just Mike Pence. That is really, that's interesting because I, other than politicians and discussions like this, I've never even heard that term used. You used it a lot, huh? Well, when we, yeah, quite quite a bit, yeah. Hmm, okay. But yeah, that was, um, that was the word that we used. And, and I guess I, I don't know that much about all the legalities or anything, but mm-hmm. from the things in that letter, um, another word that comes to my mind is, sedition and i could be over you know over reading it or something Mm -hmm. but it does really seem um like there's things in that letter that should not be there publicly without somebody saying my name is yeah Uh, i mean yeah i appreciate it thanks a lot elizabeth some some good points i there it is problematic uh, that you have people who have taken it upon themselves who have not been elected to do that uh, to decide what's right and what's wrong for the country. Um, am I glad somebody is trying to keep a rein on Donald Trump because I'm not entirely confident that he's, you know, the most stable individual, even though he's said on multiple occasions he's a very stable genius. Stable genius. Um, I have some doubts on that. And, yeah, I think, you know, he needs to be tempered maybe uh, guided a little bit because he's got zero experience doing any of this. He is absolutely the most inexperienced president I think we've ever had. Uh, He hasn't even held political office before, which is what, you know, people were drawn to for one thing. So to have somebody help and guide him, but I mean, to be taking things from his desk and deciding what's good and what's wrong, when we didn't have the chance to hear what they felt was right and wrong for the co- country, and then vote for them accordingly. Yeah, that's a problem. That's undermining that's a our problem. Vote. Yes, that's undermining the <clears throat> the election process of this country. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's an amazing time. <laughs> it's um, an amazing time, but we put a man in there who had a lot of unknowns about what he would do in this office. Because there were a lot of unknowns what he would do on his show. 
and a lot of unknowns on what he would do in his business. And so eh, to elect him and put him into this position <laughs> is taking a chance a little bit. And so now we're, we're seeing some of the fallout of that. Uh, let's go to uh, Illinois. Um, and this is uh, Nick. Uh, no, this is actually Reverend Al Sharpton. Uh, I'm calling to let you know that I take high offense to the accusations thrown at me on your show. I will have you know that uh, I was a child genius certified by me. <laughs> uh, I was able to recite my ABDs at age 23. I openly demand that you show me some respect. <laughs> and Can you and, spell that for me so I know what it is you definitely want me to show you? R I S uh P there's a P, P in there. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh I think there's an I, I yeah. K T period. <laughs> All right, thank you. And uh, then yes. I also wanted to let you uh, well, yeah. there, there, there's nothing on the teleprompter. I I can't <laughs> Oh yeah, you can stick that in your in your P I uh, <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the call, Al. Thank wow. you. Hope, I mean, is the Reverend yeah. okay? Sounded ill. I like that he actually used the uh, cough it up the furball thing at the end, as he <laughs> as he did in that one particular. Was broadcast. he was he calling from Chipotle? <laughs> I'm not sure. But, but resist, we must. But we resist, we, we must. must. We They're must. all jitty about a shutdown. The tortoise. In uh-huh. the race, then right. co-author of Hubris, YouTube lead singer Bono, Fran Drescher, Sigonoy Weaver, suspect Jahar Sanaev, Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh, the show Rush Lombard hosts Supreme <laughs> Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Is Mike is Mike Mercury yesterday? Antonini Antonini Scalia, mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian, and the Republican. Both Cairo and Benghazi. Mm. We rank behind Latvia, uh, Lavita. First stop, Latvia. Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan to college students in Beijing. He's oh getting lunch at Chipotle mm-hmm. in Iowa. Bain is appropriate. The GOP's tax day giveaway to millionaires. Why was traffic problems Email, email sent. sent. The I, Environmental I Projection Agency. Good and man. what sequestration has done. Uh-huh. And here it is. <coughs> <laughs> oh. So at the end, you uh-huh. actually heard what uh, <laughs> what he was trying to recreate for us there. Nice. All right. Uh, good uh, job, Nick. I'm really glad he's back on weekends, too. I, I don't know how long that's been the case, but uh, it's fun to have him back. Mm-hmm. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, another one of our favorites, Alex Jones, showed up on Capitol Hill again yesterday, just screaming in people's faces. This time, he was yelling in the face of Jack Dorsey. Uh, Jack Dorsey is the CEO of Twitter. They're the only social media venue that has kept him on their platform. What are you yelling at Dorsey for? <laughs> if it was Mark Zuckerberg, I would understand it. If it's somebody from Google, I would understand it. Uh, but Twitter has staunchly 
uh, fought the wave of the people that that have told Jack Dorsey to take him off, and he's basically told them no, no. So very strange uh, yesterday. And then, of course, the day before that, he was yelling in um, Marco Rubio's face, wouldn't let him answer any questions that were being asked of him uh, by the rest of the media, because it's all about Alex, you know? And it's all about to him. feel what the children are feeling. Yeah, man. God Almighty. Right? <laughs> First gear. Yep. No, not yet. Folks, we got to we got to get good people to stand up against these people. Got to get people. Duh. Second. Duh. Third. Duh. Duh. I probably shouldn't even have done this radio show today or any day. because I have this disgusted cover <laughs> yeah. for how I just hate the globalists, but it's more globalists. than that. So it was more and, I, and I just get flippant and flippant, angry, but it's angry. because deep down, folks, Here's I can I see what they're doing, they and I, I, we it. have a responsibility to stop these globalists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where are the men in this country? Where are, Where the, are the men in this world? What the hell have we become? Where are the men? We just offer our children up to the system with the fluoride and the water and the GMO mm-hmm. hurting them, and we let fat perverts grab them at, at the, the airport, airport to train them yeah. for the pedophile government. <laughs> That's weird. And we've man. just got such a sick society. How many times have I said it? We've got to stop the fat perverts at the airport from training them for the pedophile government. I mean... How many shows have we done on that? So um, far? Like, are you talking about full blown yeah, exposés for yeah. three hours, mm-hmm. or just segments included? No, no. Well, let's let's lump it all in there because <sighs> I want to be thorough. You know, I can't count that. You can't count. You just can't count. Um, so good for him for being in uh, uh, Washington right now. This world <clears> is <throat> completely absurd, and it gets worse every day. Really, really crazy. But he was up there, yeah, Capitol Hill, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, let's send Jeffy up there right. with a with like a little handheld. So, hey, I guess he's not there. I don't know if he's there for Kavanaugh hearings. No, he's up there because I, they're doing some social media. like. Uh, oh, yeah, they're calling the social media people in front of him again. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous. Uh, 888-933-93. By the way, Kavanaugh's answer yesterday on abortion, not that great. Uh-oh. Really not that great. You know, they say he's known to be a staunch conservative. I'm not not convinced he's absolutely staunch in his conservatism. What he mostly did was talk about precedent when he was asked about Roe v. Wade. Um, what? And I, it was Feinstein who pressed him about his feelings about a woman's right to choose um, and the Supreme Court case Roe v. Wade. So what he said was, he emphasized that not only is Roe v. Wade significant precedent, but also Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood versus Casey is a significant precedent. So he said this reaffirmed Roe as precedent on precedent. So what does that have to do with the United States Constitution? Nothing, as far as I can tell. Zero. That's a terrible answer. And- Maybe he's protecting himself. Yeah, who knows? I, I'm hoping that's what it is. Yeah, right. He's just protecting uh. himself from the inevitable. Well, you can't. And and since when can we have a litmus test on a religious issue or a moral issue? Oh. I thought there were no litmus tests. 
you, you realize we're a rule of precedent, right? Yes. Yeah, we, we are. That's, that's all we are. We're not rule of law anymore. The Supreme Court is rule of precedent. And he just kind of affirmed that, which makes me believe Roe v. Wade's not in any jeopardy. Not in any jeopardy at all. It, it's, it's kind of despicable, really. Because that should be the priority of every conservative judge that gets on that bench. Let's stop the killing. 888 Let me tell you about uh, something else I'm very passionate about. That's Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Oh, you know it, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If, you, if you don't get a lot of vegetables in your, in your diet, uh-huh. you're, not, you're not totally sold on superfood kale. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not sold on it. I'm glad this came up because Lone Wolf tweeted at you last night. I know you, well, you probably, the one that sent it to me. I well, you I saw mean, it. I'm so into Twitter. You know yeah. that. So we, you know that. He sent a helpful tip for um, how to enjoy kale. Oh, good. And there like it is. Like one on of those screen. chef tips, one yep. those pro tips. Yep, there you go. Oh, right there, there it is. Yep. So for a pro <laughs> tip for your kale, if you stir coconut oil into your kale, uh-huh. makes it easier to scrape it into the trash. <laughs> nice so that's an Ooh, excellent that. pro tip from a from a really good chef no doubt i mean obviously yeah i mean it's right there <laughs> that's so i great. mean that's what you do because you think it's gonna you know take out some of the bitterness make it a little yeah. sweeter make it a little more It'll take it out no it just makes it slide out of the pan into the trash <laughs> take a lot it out faster when you take it to the curb <laughs> i love that <laughs> so if that's your thought on kale like it is mine try field of greens this gives you that nutrition and the benefits and all of that vitamin and mineral stuff that people talk about without having to choke down kale to get it. Every scoop of Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition provides you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. So it's really good stuff. Put one scoop into eight ounces of water. It'll flavor it like Kool-Aid or you can put it into a shake or a smoothie. It's really easy and it tastes great. Uh, go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. See if you love it. Like I do. 10%. They'll give you 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. So EA Sports with the NFL season kicking off tonight on Thursday Night Football, which, by the way, the players hate that because it during the season, it doesn't give them enough time to get their bodies healed up from the last week. So you play on Sunday, and then four days later, you're on Thursday, and you're getting banged up again. Yeah, but the Falcons and Eagles get their Thursday night out of the way. Yeah, that's... And so they don't, they're not on a short week, so are they, it works out. Right, but... Does this happen again for either team? Probably, Probably. later yeah, in the season. I but, bet it does. But hey, we got ten days to prep for the Panthers after this. So, whatever. but um, Madden uh, NFL nineteen predicted predicted a lot of things. We'll see if this pans out. Okay. Is this usually accurate? Have uh, they said? I don't know. I I'm, seen... I'm going to hang on to that though. When you're done with that, yeah. hand that to me. I'm going to put it in the file for uh, December. Here's, here's some takeaways from Yahoo Sports simulated season. So the Jaguars. I think we mentioned this during our our picks, but the Jaguars won the Super Bowl over Philadelphia. In Madden 19, 13-7. Um, things weren't all bad for Philly, though. The Eagles lost, but they won the NFC East. And uh, on top of that, 
Carson Wentz took home the league MVP award. He's got to get on the field. In Madden football. He threw for 4,100 yards and 42 touchdowns. That's a pretty good season. Uh, They have Tom Brady retiring at the end of the season, as well as Eli Manning. I don't see that happening. Marshawn Lynch, Terrell Suggs, Brandon Marshall, Larry Fitzgerald, and Frank Gore. Hmm. Um, See, they say the youth movement in Buffalo, Josh Allen and Tremaine Edwards win the offensive and defensive rookies. Wow. Uh, They think that uh, Baker Mayfield will have a good year. Respectable uh, yardage, 2,181 yards. Oh, he'd throw for way more than that if he plays a significant amount. 15 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Uh, Apparently on Madden, Rosen and Darnold didn't see significant action. Um, Let's see. What else did they find? The Detroit Lions won the NFC North? No. You know that's nonsense. Mm -hmm. Anybody can win that division as far as I'm concerned. Uh, despite signing Kirk Cousins to lead the offense, Minnesota finished 29th in the league and went from 13 and three to five and 11. Whoa! <laughs> don't think that's gonna happen. I don't know. I'm friends with a Vikings fan. He would say that's quite likely. Really? He's just he's just he's always negative. He's like a Falcons fan, you know. Huh. It's like they've always been disappointed. I think Cousins is pretty good. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo is good too, and the 49ers QB led San Francisco to the playoffs in Madden 19 for the first time since 2013. Mm. Finished with 4,097 yards, 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. That'd be a pretty good line for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the Browns finishing 8-8. Eight and eight. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's see if that, you know, any of that comes to fruition. Oh, yeah. The Browns are definitely <clears throat> going to finish at least 8-8. Eight and eight. They're going to the playoffs. I, I, th- I think they've got a good shot of having a decent year. The Cleveland Browns will go to the playoffs. They haven't won in almost three seasons now. They didn't win any last year, and I think they were 1-15 the year before. Yeah, yeah. So, so they've won one game. Mm-hmm. in the last two years. Yep, and uh, that really bad. That apparently doesn't get you fired if your name is Hugh Jackson. I guess. Anybody, I, I just I don't I understand that. I mean, congrats. Yeah. He's a nice guy. I hope they do well. I think yeah. they're going to the playoffs, but I cannot believe that in this what have you done for me lately culture and sports and everything, I can't believe that yeah. 1 in 15 and 0 oh in 16. That's pretty there. patient, man. Mm-hmm. That's pretty patient. <laughs> also, we all know that in the real world, not in Madden world, uh, in the real world, NFL TV viewership has fallen off, and everybody's trying to figure out what that is. Uh, a lot of us point to, well, maybe it's the kneeling, and people are just had enough of it. Uh, maybe it's, I mean, who knows what it is. But um, in 2015, NBC Sunday Night Football averaged 22 million 500,000 viewers. Okay. In 26, 2017, it went down to 18 million some. That's a decrease of 19%. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Football saw a 17.2% drop over the last two years. Thursday Night Football went down almost 12%. Okay, so there's a lot of reasons. They cite protesting players, Kaepernick not being signed. Eh, shut up. Um, CTE discomfort. What, people don't want to see people potentially get concussions? Is that... I don't think that's one of the factors. Nope. President Trump ripping the league, they cite. Uh, there's also the fact that a surge in popularity for daily fantasy in, in uh, 2015 may have pushed the numbers up to highs that are not sustainable. Um, if it's any of these, it's probably a combination of all of them, but they... 
This particular article cites one more factor. Peyton Manning what? is gone. Oh. No Peyton Manning anymore. Now, Peyton Manning, I'm sure he was good for ratings. I, I, I don't know anybody who doesn't like Peyton Manning. So we'll probably hear from somebody who doesn't. But uh, Denver isn't, you know, the biggest market in the NFL. And so now that Peyton's gone, nobody has the, you know, that driving force to watch Denver Broncos games. Um, Manning lifted the Broncos up into a sure bet 20 million plus viewership figure. He was injured for part of the 2015 season. But in his five times on national network broadcasts that year, Denver never scored lower than 21 million viewers. The games averaged 22.7 million. Wow. There was also an appearance on Monday Night Football in week 16 when Peyton Manning returned from injury, and that drew almost 16 million viewers. It was the only time more than 15 million people watched. Huh. So, I mean, they cite some solid figures to back up their claim that maybe it has more to do with Peyton Manning's absence than it does any of these other factors. Um, 888-900-3393. I think we have... How long is this? Is this about two minutes? Oh, this let's NFL. See. Speaking of the NFL kicking off tonight, we got some yeah. bad lip reading. Yeah, there's a taste to of it share right with you mm-hmm. uh, to get us in the mood for the NFL season, which starts tonight. <laughs> My back sucks. Lost its wheels. Hmm. Hey, let me tell you, I own a Ford. You ain't got no Ford, Doug. You got a <laughs> Mazda. <laughs> hey, what is this, Manny? I want to know. <laughs> I'll chew up a cow's neck. Fresh ambassador. <laughs> I just pile up my money. I got a Zamboni and I'll buy a tank next spring. A tank, man. Hey, sweaty Fred, where's your cornbread? I got it right there. That's good. Hey, so... don't touch my cornbread. Okay, now just so you know, <laughs> after this, I plan on grabbing that bread. No, you're not. No, you're not. I can see somebody there on the boulder and he was like this, right? And I'm like, whoa, who's there? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy. The name is Baldy McNutt. I'll fix your rims overnight. Yo, I'm all beefy. Pizza. <laughs> ow, ow. So, Nick, why do you keep falling asleep? I was up playing this video game all night, and I haven't slept much, and I have, like, half of my full brain. Oh, you made the eggs crack. Pika, 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 pika. I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad. The girls like to jump up on me. This girl's thinking about it. Yeah, just like that guy's mom, and this guy's mom, and that guy's girlfriend. Come on up and bite me. Come on. <laughs> uh, so we got to interview those guys and find out how the, what the yeah. process is to make this happen, because it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Really funny stuff. NFL game tonight, Atlanta versus Philadelphia. And by the way, the best thing about the bad lip reading? Mm-hmm. You can watch them with your kids. There's never anything offensive. Right. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us, Triple Eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. 
Uh, and of course, at Pat Unleashed uh, on the Twitters. And I'm just trying to uh, find the Brett Kavanaugh, Kamala Harris interview. She's grilling him. Uh, this happened at the uh, hearing yesterday where she got onto this kick about him talking to people about the Mueller investigation. Who knows where she was going with this? Obviously, she's got some kind of information where she thinks he discussed the Mueller investigation with somebody that she doesn't think he should have been discussing it with. Uh, here's have you ever how that went. discussed special counsel Mueller or his investigation with anyone? With anyone? Well, it's uh, in the news every day. Right? <laughs> Thank have you. you discussed it with anyone? <laughs> yes. Hello. Uh, with other judges, I know. Uh, okay. Have you discussed Mueller or his investigation <laughs> with anyone at Kasowitz, Benson, and Torres, the law firm founded by Mark Kasowitz, President Trump's personal <laughs> lawyer? Okay. Uh, uh, who's in that Be sure firm? about your answer, sir. <laughs> That's a threat. Threaten me. Um, it's a threat. Well, I'm not remembering, but if you have something you want to. Are you certain you've not had a conversation with anyone at that law firm? Jeez. Kasowitz, Benson. Kasowitz, Benson, and Torres, which is the law firm founded by Mark Kasowitz, who is President Uh Trump's personal lawyer. And? Have you had any conversation about Robert Mueller or his investigation Uh with anyone at that firm? What are you getting to, Putin? What am I, What do you want from me? Yes or no? <laughs> well, is there a person you're talking uh, about? I'm asking you, you a very direct question. Yes or you, no? You're asking me a stupid, very the, stupid uh, question. I'm not sure I know everyone who works at that law firm. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to. I think you need to know who you talked with. Who'd you talk to? What? I don't think I... I I'm not remembering, but I'm, I'm happy to be refreshed, or if you want to tell me who you're thinking so of are who you, works... I, are you saying that with that all that so you great. remember... Mm-hmm. You have an impeccable memory. You've been speaking for almost eight hours, I think, more with this committee about mm-hmm. all sorts of things you remember. Yeah. How can you not remember uh, whether or not you had a conversation about Robert mm-hmm. Mueller or right. his investigation with anyone at that law firm? This investigation has only been going on for so long, sir. So right. I'm not sure. I, do I, I, I'm just trying to think. Do I know anyone who works at that firm? I might know. Mm. Have you had? A, that's Amazing, not my question. Man. My question is: Have you had a conversation with anyone at that firm about that investigation? Right. I, it's I a don't really know specific who's at that question. Firm. Okay. So I would like to know the person you're thinking of, because what if there's? I a, think you're thinking of someone and you don't want to tell us. <laughs> so you're reading my mind right now? Is is? Are you? Who did you have a conversation with? At the I, I am. Are you Kreskin? I'm not. Mr. Go. Chairman, I, I, I'd like to raise an objection here. Um, <laughs> Thank you. This town is really full of law firms. Right. Law firms are full of people. Uh-huh. First of all, I'd like you to pa- pause the clock. He- Thank the, you. The clock is paused. Thank you. Pause the clock. Let me raise the my objection. Recognized. This town is full of law firms. Law firms are full of people. Law <laughs> firms have a lot of names. There are a lot of people who work at a lot of law firms. <laughs> oh, and then we get this garbage. Good gosh. Okay, this is just, I mean, it's a travesty now. Yeah. I mean, we can't conduct We're a business joke, anymore. Man. We can't even conduct business anymore. I, I say if if they don't confirm this guy, who, by the admission of a very liberal lawyer who was asked about this, um, I don't know, I think on CNN yesterday, they said, well, do you, are you in favor of the confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh? And she said, yeah, because he's the best we can expect at this point. 
okay? This is a Republican president. This guy is not a radical. He's not an extremist. This is the best we can hope for. So, yes. So, I say, you know, if, if, they, can't, if they can't confirm Brett Kavanaugh, <laughs> he should really nominate, like, the most conservative human being to ever become a judge of any kind. I mean, put up Judge Judy or uh, Judge Reinhold. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, the guy's name is literally Judge. It doesn't get any more judgy than that. Hmm, what about that Aaron Judge? Uh, Aaron Judge from the, the Yankees. Yankees. Right? He could. He I mean, will hit know. every verdict right out of the park. Oh, that's, I see what you did there. See what he yeah, did there. Pretty, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty crafty with the word choice there. I mean, that is, it's just asinine. Okay, have you talked to anybody from this law firm? Well, I, I don't know because I don't know everybody who's in the law firm. Who is it you? I'm not sure. And I'm frankly, I haven't kept a log of everybody I've ever talked to about the Mueller investigation, which everybody in this country is talking about every day. Let me ask you something, Senator uh, Harris. Have you ever talked to anyone in the state of California okay. about foot fungus? Well, only, ever. Um, ever. Have you ever discussed foot fungus probably, with a person who doctors? has ever either been to California, lives in California yeah. now, or has traveled to California? Well, I mean... I, uh, Have you... Uh, I, I'm asking you a very specific question, Senator Harris. Right. Have you ever... Uh, discussed foot fungus with anyone who's lived in, been to, or heard about the state of California. But, I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've, I've actually talked about foot fungus in my life. I, I think if, you've got a specific person in mind that you've discussed foot fungus with. What is it? What are you trying to hide from us? Well, I don't know. That, Why are you lying to me right now? I don't, I don't know that that person has been to California <laughs> is, is why I'm hesitating, Senator. It is madness. About that stupid. We are. It's about that stupid. I mean, you know, at least we got one thing going for us. It's not like we're a country with this, you know, kangaroo court going on in the Senate when we're trying to confirm one of the most important positions in the land. But it's not like at the same time right. we have uh, 21 plus trillion dollars in debt. I mean, because that would have been if we had both of those well, things going. Well, that'd be nutty, man. You know, the, the fiscal and the, uh, the theatrical here. Then let's throw social into it where we can't even figure out how many genders there are, despite the fact that. In all of history, there have been two. Like, if we were a country that had these problems, there may be a tipping point on the horizon. But thankfully, yeah. we got most thankfully, of that under control. Everything's pretty well taken so, care of. It's just a hypothetical at this point. <clears throat> Did you see that even in uh, India, super religious India, uh, their Supreme Court Thursday struck down a ban on gay sex after a decades old campaign against the uh, old law that held back, you know really sexual rights from LGBTQQIA2+. Infinity asterisk. Uh, Members of the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender groups held tearful celebrations in cities all across South Asia and uh, all across India, which is a a nation of 1,125,000,000 people. So they were pretty happy about it. The law had become a weapon for harassment in the community. Um, and they just decided that any discrimination on the basis of sexuality amounts to a violation of fundamental rights. And so they've decriminalized it. 
which is interesting. I mean, India's been one of the lone holdouts. And even there, uh, I mean, this is a place where I'm pretty sure it's still illegal for a man and woman to kiss on on film mm. or on stage. Interesting. So I think in Bollywood movies, they don't kiss each other, right? Unless they've changed that now. I don't know. So but it's, they, that's been a thing for a long time, and it's shocking to them when people kiss in public. Just kiss. <laughs> so, so that's a pretty big ruling for them. Pretty big. Uh, speaking of big, here's here's one way we could. Uh, I misspoke earlier when I said there was no way we could ever pay off our debt. Okay. Not quite true. So there's a way? There is a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Right. And here's how it would happen. Okay. We build a spaceship and fly to an asteroid and mine that asteroid for all of its resources. Then we bring them back here okay. and use them. Like in a U-Haul? or mm-hmm. like Well, it'd, it'd have to it be to the, a U-Haul-sized like rocket, you know, because there'd be a lot of mining to do. Is Mad Mike Hughes going to be uh, flying that rocket up there? <laughs> no, because he doesn't even believe it exists up there. Okay. So probably oh, he's that's not, true. My probably bad. not the best choice. Oversight by me. But... They believe that there is seven hundred quintillion dollars worth of resources available. Whoa! In space mining, seven hundred quintillion. I don't even know how to get to that number. That's a seven followed by twenty zeros. Isn't that amazing? I'm gonna start as soon as this show's over in eighteen minutes. I'll be working. Uh, me and Jeffrey, we're gonna go out back here at the mm-hmm. Blaze Studios. We're gonna work on building a rocket. Okay. And putting a shovel in it. Yeah. And we'll get back to you. Well, Good you, you grief. Need, you need to talk to Bruce Willis about the drill <laughs> necessary to get in, you know, to drill into the asteroid once, uh-huh. you, once you get there. Uh-huh. Um, so the USGS, U.S. Geological Survey, and NASA are teaming up to try to do something about this. I guess all countries on Earth now, you know, all the major ones that have space program and space ability, are all gearing up to get into space and start space mining. This is a real thing now. I remember joking about this just recently, and now they're actually trying to put something together whereby they they actually do it. If only there were someone in the high upper uh, offices of the land who uh, were thinking of something called like a space force or something to kind of defend these kind of endeavors. They Mm. actually mentioned that in the article. Oh, good. We've actually started this sixth branch of the military, and Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we're kind of on the way. We're headed that direction. Yeah. Um. Now, according to Laszlo Caste of the uh, USGS, he said, at this point, we have done enough work to feel confident that the message the USGS uses to uh, assess mineral energy and water resources on Earth can be used to assess space resources with minimal modification. So I guess, you know, the way they find it and the way they drill for it can be done on these asteroids. You just got to get there. And almost all the asteroids in this particular solar system in which we reside are found between mars and jupiter now we've never even gotten to mars let alone whoa whoa easy well except for of course that you know i hate to minimize the I plight mean, of the sex slaves there i, I you can't just gloss over no, I know, that i know you act like it's not a thing i, know, I, I see know. what you did there no i'm just i'm sick about it i don't i just don't like to think about it okay so i kind of block it out i'm gonna let it go okay so mars is what on the average, 55, 60 million miles from us. So you got to get there. Okay. 
And then well, from Mars uh-huh. to Jupiter is another fairly decent hike. Uh, and so somewhere in between, you'd be landing on these asteroids. And then you got to drill it. And then you got to bring it back. This is a monumental task. I don't know when they'll be able to do this. But and where do you breathe? Where do you breathe? <laughs> I mean, gosh, there's so many logistical. I know. Uh, I don't know I what know. the timetable would be on this. But. I, I would think you'd literally be out there for years, decades maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, 10 years wouldn't be unreasonable, I wouldn't think, because it's going to take you so, uh, two, three, four, five years to get there. I mean, yeah. Then you got to drill. Uh-huh. you got to extract it, extract enough of the resources to make it uh, worthwhile. Then it's the five or 10-year trek back. Jeez, See, if man. the motivation is money, so you can have a... a uh, a great life and uh, uh-huh. wonderful surroundings. Enjoy all the creature comforts your heart desires. Uh, you got to factor in the time lost getting this yeah. job done. And how old you'll be when you get back. Yeah, you're going to be able to enjoy it when you get back. Are you going to make it back? First ah. of all, the, the, I, to me, the technology to uh, get from point A to point B in space would have to be a lot better because you got to shorten that trip. You know, you got we've got to get there fast. A year, maybe. You know, if you could make the trip there in a year and back in a year, and you've got a two-year round trip, then you then you add the drilling and whatever. But wow. So how many people would die in that effort? A lot. But think of this. So we're sitting here, and we can't even begin to comprehend this as a possibility. Mm-hmm. I was looking up here. Okay, so the Wright brothers' first flight is in 1903. Mm-hmm. In less than 66 years, we were on the moon. Yeah, or a soundstage, but whatever. No, we were on the moon in less than 66 years. Mm -hmm. If someone said right now this is going to be possible within 66 years, you and I would be like, no way. No. Don't believe it. But who knows? Uh, Right. We have no way to know what kind of future technology is going to occur. We just hope the government stay out of the way in the meanwhile and let it happen. Well, 10 years ago, we couldn't have conceived some of the things we can do now. I mean, we had no idea that the world would be in the place it's in now. So, yeah, in 60 years from now, who knows? I mean, Maybe we get there, you know, in a week. I don't know. Yeah, there are so many things in our lives that in recent years we couldn't even have comprehended. Yeah. And uh, like the power of a cell phone. Like, right. You know, I mean, just what you can do on a cell phone. And that technology, again, by the way, came from our efforts to try to get to moon, the moon. Triple uh, A, ponder that for a minute, that deep thought. And, uh, we'll and you're going to tweet on. through your phone right now. Pat right? Gray Unleashed, yes. Mm-hmm. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for returning with us. Uh, yesterday, we showed you the, uh, we talked a little bit about the Emirates flight that was uh, isolated and quarantined uh, because a bunch of people got sick. They think that uh, it was the flu. There was some kind of a epidemic, I think, in Mecca. Then those passengers got on the plane. And uh, so a bunch of people were sick. And one of the people on board that, United Emirates flight was vanilla ice. How weird is that? <laughs> nice. So first you got to say, wait, 
Vanilla Ice is still alive? Wait, and what is he doing in <laughs> Saudi Arabia or wherever he came from? It's interesting, you know, because Vanilla Ice is always on HGTV. Have you seen him on his little uh, home remodeling show or whatever it is? I've heard there is one, but yeah. I don't watch TV unless it's sports, so I haven't seen it myself. Is it good? It's it's interesting. Okay, yeah, cool. he's, he's pretty good. Huh. I mean, he's fine on the show. It's just a, you know one of those HGTV reality things. Okay. Uh, but it, yeah, he's not bad in it. So seems like a nice guy. Oh uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Do, do we have some? Uh, yeah, they caught up with him right after he got off the plane. Let's we have some footage of him talking uh, about the situation on Emirates. You were just on the flight, uh, the the uh, the Emirates flight, where everyone got sick. Yeah, man, it's crazy. We landed. They told us before when we were landing that some people had got ill. And I didn't think it was any big deal, you know, because I'd seen some people before, you know, a paramedic comes on and they take like a, one or two people off or whatever. But apparently there's over 150, Closes. maybe even more. And I looked out the window and I took a video of it. I'm like, there's like thousands of cops and ambulances and fire trucks everywhere. I'm like, what is going on? And then all of a sudden they said, everybody stay in your seat. And we're way out in the middle of the tarmac, like far away from, you know, the terminal. And... They came in with uh, paramedics and everything. They checked our temperature. They made us fill out a health report. And I'm just like, wow, what is going wow. on? What is going but, on? Uh, I'm just trying to get to Palm Beach. I've been in the air for 15 <laughs> hours, and it's chaotic, man. I mean. Hmm. Uh, yeah, he seems like a nice guy, doesn't he? Yeah. And, and it's amazing that we still know about this guy. With He had, was it one song? <laughs> Did he... All I know is Ice Ice Baby. That's the only one I remember. And I think that's the only one anyone remembers. Is there another Vanilla Ice hit? I'm going to look. Uh, vanilla Ice. I'm just hits. trying to get to Palm Beach, man. Uh, we got Ice Ice Baby. And then, oh, Ice Ice Baby. Wait, I'm sorry? Wait, you just said yeah, that? Yeah, and then there's uh, uh, Ice Ice Baby. So those are, I it mean, sounds similar. Though. I know those. Is it like uh, a saga, <laughs> like part one and part two? What are we doing here? Well, it's a lot like what he did with the song <laughs> Under Pressure No, by Queen and David Bowie. Uh, have you ever seen his explanation about how <laughs> how similar these two songs are? And he explains it. Okay. No, they're not. I mean, completely different. Not at all. Here's his explanation okay. about that. We sampled them from him, but it's not the same bass line. No, it's not the uh, same at Like all. he goes, ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 That's the way theirs goes. Okay. Ours goes ding, 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 Unrecognizable. The second one he did was unrecognizable from the first. Like, why was that even an issue? I don't know. That I don't was even completely know. different. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Is that amazing? It's, I, I think I caught it this time. He added I've, one note. I've seen this a million times. But theirs goes dun, 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 dun. But mine goes dun, 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 dun. You can't forget the. They were so similar when this came out in 1990. I thought he had bought the rights to sample yeah, the song. It's so obvious. I, how do you think you're going to get away with that? That's a, <laughs> just, it's amazing. Now I don't even know that he lost in a lawsuit. Oh yeah, he did. Oh, he did. Oh, oh okay. I don't think he walked well, away he with a penny. That's why he's on HGTV. Now. Yeah, there you go. But um, that's probably that probably is why. Because Ice Ice Baby was it. Ninja Rap, you ever heard of it? Play that funky music, so he must have done... Did he get the rights to that? I doubt it. <laughs> oh, he also did Cold as Ice. Huh. Uh, roll him Up. Okay. Rolling in my 5-0. <laughs> I Love You. 
and Get With It. Okay, you know what we're doing? Never heard of pick any of those Pick a song on there. Pick a song. Just pick any song. Uh-huh. Okay. And I believe that tomorrow, it being Friday, you should read those lyrics with Vivaldi in the background. Just just, just send me your, your thoughts, and we'll have one for tomorrow. All right. Yeah, I bet that'll be really poignant and beautiful. <sighs> but see, see, this this is madness. You know how uh, uh, it just it's so obvious that he ripped this off. But see, he made the problem of, of ripping this off and got caught in the early 90s, where if he had mm-hmm. ripped it off today, people would have been like, no, creative license. I mean, that's because uh, <laughs> it's 2018. And if you want to get away with anything, mm-hmm. this is the year to try to pull that off. you got a few months left. True. Because, I mean, this world's insane. Nothing I think it's worth sense. mentioning. The guy looks pretty good, too, at 50 years old. Are you coming on to him or something? A little bit. Whoa, yeah, what, a little bit. I what think is I, it? Just got a man crush. Uh, on, on Robert Matthew Van Winkle? Yeah. Or did you just lose your man crush because I called him by his real name? <laughs> yeah, if if my name was uh Robert Matthew Van Winkle, uh-huh. I think I'd go with Ice Ice Baby too. Or Ice Ice. Vanilla Ice. When my song would be Ice Ice Baby. Can we call you Vanilla Pat? Yeah. See here's the thing. He's vanilla because he was white. Uh-huh. I think yeah. and then the ice, yeah. you know, he's just cold as ice, well, like he's hip. Cool. He's cool. Like it's a cool thing. So yeah. he's a white, cool guy. Yeah. A brilliant name. Yeah, we deciphered that uh, 30 ice. years ago, but we appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that you had this revealed to you just now. Uh, but you're going to be now um, <laughs> Vanilla Pat. Okay. Uh, well, in fact, I bet you're going to go change gonna, your Twitter I, handle. I can't, I can't replace uh, Brolo. Pat. Brother, Brother Love? Brother Love Pat. Brother Love Vanilla Pat. Um, hmm. Also, oh, this is something else I wanted to get into today because Elon Musk is, I think, Somewhat troubled right now. Do you know that he again referred to that diver in Thailand as a as a child rapist? What is happening? I don't. What the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) Do you want a massive lawsuit? Somebody's about to own his company. Yeah. Don't you have enough trouble with the manufacturing numbers that you're putting out or not putting out that you were supposed to deliver a car a year ago and you still haven't? Come on. What's the Thai guy's name? What's the diver over in Thailand? Do we have it in the story? Uh, because he's going to heretofore yes, be known as the... Uh, Vern Unsworth. Uh, yeah, the guy who owns Tesla. It's, okay. Yes. It's going to be the Unsworth now wow. that you'll be buying. I don't know why he keeps doing it. He must have somebody that told him... But who cares? Yeah, the, guy's, the guy's a child rapist. The guy he, made fun of his little invention. Big deal. I Move know, on he, with your life. you got billions, man. He won't let it go. Oh, my gosh. we got he Trump Jr. here. just will not let it go. Stop. If I were an investor in... In uh, Tesla, I think I might be a little concerned at this point. Uh, All right, we will uh, be back tomorrow to finish off the week together. It will be Friday. See you then. Woohoo! Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.